Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Phil's Recap and Review. The Walking Dead Season 6, Episode 6, Always Accountable. And I'm Phil the Issues Guy, and we are here to for some off-the-chart stupidity tonight. That's the goal. Off-the-fucking-chart stupidity. I have to say again... Again, another episode of The Walking Dead this season that I really loved. I know a lot of people wanted to fur further on our storyline, but I feel like we, tonight we really got to spend some time with two characters I feel like have been n neglected this season, and we got a lot of Daryl and Abraham. Uh, something I just want to say about Daryl off the bat, he's such an interesting character to me because, <laughs> no, because he's so popular, uh, and you know, there's so many quote-unquote fanboys and fangirls for... Uh, for Daryl out there, but for someone, especially in recent seasons, he's not focused on too much on the show. It's it's usually get one a season, maybe two a season that are just strictly mainly Daryl episodes. And it was in a weird way, even though some people are like, oh, I'm you know so sick of Daryl. It's more the hype around Daryl. It's like a good band that you like the band, but you don't like the fans of the band. And with Daryl, I love the band of Daryl. I love listening to him play. I like seeing him in an episode and having that coupled with an Abraham episode. Episode was really fucking awesome, but yeah. but guys, I'm not here alone. I'm also with Joe, Dirty Locks, and Katie Crow. What hey. would you guys think of this episode tonight? I loved it. Uh, I love all the episodes this season. Even though last week's was a little slow, I still loved that. I, um, I like the way they they tell the story. I like the focusing on just a couple of people every episode when they hey, when they Darryl. get into a story like this. And I really got a lot of Daryl, you know, I, who didn't know he was. Like, come on. He was definitely turning around to give back the shit. Did you? you know? Yeah. Once he saw insulin on yeah. that fucking yeah. container. He's, his heart is Done. as big as his crossbow, for Christ's sakes. Barely fits in that freaking knapsack. Which is not the most practical weapon to be carrying. And not the I most have to say. practical it's way unwieldy. to carry a fucking crossbow. Yes. What the hell is the matter with this chick? She shoves it in a backpack. Like, well, it's got its own goddamn strap. Before we get too far into it, everybody, welcome to the show. If this is your first time joining us, please jump in the chat room and share your thoughts. If you can't get in the chat room because of YouTube problems, there's also a chat wing chat room. You can find it in the description box below. You can also email me at igotissuesman at gmail.com. Leave a message or text or call in at 781-990-8509. Tweet me at igotissuesman. Share what you thought of this episode. And we're also not alone here. We also have the best motherfucker chat in the world the best chat room going on Tara Chan wanted to know if Daryl's grease, greasy dirty disgusting hair bothered us tonight and he was pretty messy I wanted him to flip his bangs out of his face once or twice <laughs> other than that fine and everyone else in the chat is also the consensus that Abraham is fucking nuts fucking crazy and uh, um, a, no I think I think he's just fine <laughs> He's working it out. I don't out. think there's anything wrong with the way he's behaving. Crazy like as a fox, Joe? His, his excuse about loose ends. I'm with that. I'm all about that. Yep. Absolutely. You kill do not all. leave any of mine. If you can kill one that's walking away from you 10 yards away do and it. try to do it safely, you do it. You don't leave any of them alive that you don't have to leave alive. Because if it ever, if it ever comes to the point where there's none left and you left one alive, there's still one alive. You know, like... So I don't know, I'm just I, I, knife to the back of all of every heads. single one of them. They are what these two other people that they came across today, what they said about, you know, I thought everybody was fighting them. Hey, as far as I'm concerned, everybody has to be no matter what. Like if you're not fighting them, you're doing it wrong. 
You need to kill every single one you come across because if you don't, it's going to come back and kill fucking Dale. <laughs> and it's merciful. So let's jump in a couple of the uh, comments and emails we have. D. Willis, our good friend D. Willis says, What's up, Joe, uh, Phil, and Miss Crow? I got to say, I really dug this episode. A lot of good one liners, some good visuals, and Daryl asked the famous three questions. But of mm-hmm. course, that dude had to do things the asshole way and steal his bike. I had a feeling That's he shouldn't have turned up. his back on them. Take care and be cool. Don't turn your back on strangers in the zombie apocalypse. Pizza out. Oh, they kept turning their backs on Daryl so many times. That really irked yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Really? Do you think it was? Be- Do you guys calling think- you stupid from uh, ten yards behind the three of you with loosely tied cuffs? Yeah. Do you think? Do you think that those people uh, turned their backs so much on Daryl because they knew they were going to screw him over the whole time? So they knew that they were in control of the situation. Well, this was before they were even going to screw him over. Yeah. But that's my que- no wait. That's my question. Did they intend on screwing him over the whole time? Yes. yes. Like they said, we were going to give you. We were going to trade you. We thought you were one of them. We were going to trade you or kill you. Mm. Like, but and that's the point when they were leaving him. Like all the more unguard- reason, not all the to, more reason to not right exactly as you're trudging through the woods because he's got to definitely feel like no matter what, I'm a dead man. They've tied me up. They've clubbed me. They've taken my shit. I don't know why I'm still alive right now. With some really bad people that are after them. Right, but my my future is not looking good in these people's hands, and I must do whatever I need to do. You know, take up the first the first rule of being a prisoner is you try to escape. (laughs) Corey Mitchell said, "I thought he was going to bite the zombie seriously." Xanax Abraham, please. (laughs) Captain Sheridan. Oh fuck it! Thank you guys so much in the chat for jumping in the discussion already tonight about this episode, this Daryl and Abraham heavy episode. I feel like we're also talking over the big story of Abraham cheating on Rosita tonight by putting the moves on Sasha. Trying. Trying. Well, He's got some he shit seems to take to care be of. Like, uh, so, let's be girlfriend boyfriend with um, Sashi. Sasha. Whereas with Rosita, he was just like, "Yeah, let's have sex." You want to watch? That's fine. <laughs> We've got a couple more comments from. Uh, we have a couple of texts. We have a texter, our good friend uh, uh, Yoda. So, what do you guys think? My, uh, my uh, what do you guys think? Uh, Mr. Glenn is all done or what? My lady thinks he's alive. No. I missed your show last week. No, I think if yeah, they, did you have subtitles oh, on again, oh, did you have your? Oh, uh, no, I did have on? my subtitles on, but they did not tell us who that voice was at the end. I mean, oh, wait, wait one me. second, guys. Uh, I feel like we're jumping the gun of talking about that, but let's let's say what let's say one thing. <laughs> I do. I don't think it was because that's a big point in the chat room where people are discussing was it Glenn, was it Rick? Well, who was that on the radio? I personally don't think it was either of them, but I think it's about Glenn. I think it's mm-hmm. somebody else uh, calling for help. I don't know where. I don't think it was Glenn, and I don't think it was Rick. It didn't sound like and either of their voices. I don't think it was either of them either. But I think um, it's Glenn pertaining. I, I don't know about that. I, I don't want to jump the gun on whether or not it's Glenn pertaining. But after I went through the possibilities in my head, I thought of one specific scene where we hear someone say, switch to this other frequency or something like, switch to the other channel, switch to like the covert channel. I forget the exact words, but... They definitely said, you know, change your radio station to whatever. So maybe they changed it and it happened to be on Daryl's station. 
Someone said, really, who, really, who, Phil? I don't know. I, I'm. I don't remember Glenn having a walkie-talkie. I don't right. That's why. That. No, Glenn definitely. Glenn definitely had a walkie-talkie. That's no, that's and no either, question. Why, why wasn't he still? Com- he, he was. He was. They were talking to him on the radio at some point. He was talking to Rick right before he died and said, I think uh, he right, gotten he out of did. range or something. Okay, dumbass. He, 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 yep. he, he gave yep. him the dumbass thing. But, um, yeah, and, re- and Terry Chan, really? Jesus, I don't know who it could be. Jesus Christ, it's, I don't know who it could it's be. Glenn, then. It's Glenn. It's absolutely Glenn. No, I, that, that was a it's little... Glenn. He's alive. He's asking for help. It's, it's no, the governor. No, it's not. <gasps> it's, it is Jesus Christ. I can't figure out who it is. About something about Glenn is who I think it is, just for the record. And anyone who knows what uh, well, I'm talking about. We heard about, the name tonight. Wade? Wayne? Wade was the one of the gentleman's name. And they were also referring to somebody a lot. But we're going to get into that. They definitely didn't show Wade at all. The face. The face of Wade. They that keeping annoying. that a secret from us. That was kind of annoying. So, I didn't like that. So let's jump in the chat room a little bit. Damn, damn it, Nicholas isn't dead. Lois says, hi, Tim. Long time didn't see you. Welcome, Tim, who probably hate going to hate this episode when he sees it. Way too much Daryl for Tim. Terrachin, Glenn definitely had a walkie-talkie. Uh, yeah. B- Bill Sotherby said something. It's, I have to scroll up. Uh, just want to say that loose ends make his ass itch or something like that. Yeah, uh, Daryl, surprisingly, is still an innocent, says Critch. In the end, he showed uh, that those mercy that fucked him over again, at least he didn't kill them. No, no. I, don't, uh, I think he's going to kill them. He is going to. He is not an innocent. He's Even not. Maybe he doesn't kill them, but he'll break mistakes. their legs. People want to know if it was Laurie on the phone. <laughs> maybe it was. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Her voice doesn't sound the same, but I'll entertain that. It could be. It could be Terry Chance. Okay, I have. Have you seen Supernatural? John from Supernatural is going to play Negan. Uh, yeah, we. Me- I mentioned that last week. I was wrong about the Negan yeah. casting. There is uh, the Negan casting was. I don't know much about this actor to be honest with you. Do you know much about him, Joe? He was in uh, the Losers, which was like an A team kind of ripoff. He was basically the Hannibal character. He was also as uh, the Supernatural. He was the father of Dean and Sam in the first couple of seasons of Supernatural. I don't know if he came back. Mm-hmm. But he didn't have many episodes that I can remember. Maybe he, he was, was on, um, uh, frequented a season or two. But no, he was on on and off. Yeah, and then he came, I don't know. He did a few. Yeah, there are just for just for some of the comic stuff that's going to get a little confusing here in a second. Uh, with the character Dwight, the character tonight, the the guy that Daryl was interacting with, from my notes and from what I could put together, that character's name was Dwight. But we also had this guy Wade who may be, not to get too far down that road, may be associated with another character named Dwight, but just a different name, and they chose to change names for whatever reason. <clears throat> but I believe the, the character that we were dealing with tonight in, was called, was, is called Dwight. I didn't get a name on the second of the two girls, the one that stole Daryl's crossbow, but I did the dead girl, I know her name. Yeah, they're both dead girls as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> when Daryl catches up to them, they're <laughs> they both are dead girls. Both dead girls, my man. No, most people are saying Dwight is that man with that woman says territory. Yeah, that exactly. And uh, he here's, was, a, here's the thing. And he was also the comedian is... in The Watchmen, the Negan guy. Yes. Here's the thing. You are stealing Daryl's bike. You're saying basically, fuck you, we're going on our own. We don't want to get involved in any other groups. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm Daryl, I can kinda get down with that if yeah. I like think but you're taking my crossbow. That's my weapon to live after you've stolen my bike. You know, like, just push it. Keep your gun trained on me. Drop the crossbow down the path a little bit. But, like, don't take my fucking crossbow. That's just... 
the could, line for you. <laughs> that's the line. And it was I mistaken at the end, or was he kill? Did he kill that walker with that little statue thing that the guy gave him? Was that the weapon he used to kill the walker? Excuse me, or did he have a knife? I thought he used that little uh, stone thing I'm, to I kill the walker I'm at the end. Sure, I thought he had a knife. It, here's the thing too: Daryl built that bike from scratch, and. <laughs> You got to know he's out on on runs. He's going to be in buildings. He's going to be leaving his bike. That bike's going to make noise. I don't understand with all the work he did do, and that was a pretty gnarly looking bike with the one headlight on the right side, some weird wire coming out the front of the the bars and stuff. Uh, but why didn't he um, put a kill switch? <laughs> it's good good question. But we have a couple comments about about the bag or some shit, and nobody can steal it. We have a couple. Switches. We have a couple questions about the bike. Anna Banana says, all I want to see was the fuckers that took Daryl's bike get eaten on the road. I, I think they will definitely have a uh, messy end when it I finally comes I thought we were going to see that, then like dead from going through, a, trying to get through a pack or something. And we have our good friend Mayor from California checking in. Glad to see Daryl back in tonight's episode. Yeah, that's and that's what we were saying at the beginning. It was good to see Daryl uh, have a long-term have a have a long place. Have actually get some substance in this episode. And people are saying in the chat, Daryl did have a knife. Okay, so let's start the recap of the episode. We got our we got our thoughts. I think generally we all again like this episode. There was a lot of stuff in this episode in the subtext and in the conversations back and forth between the characters. They dropped a lot of bombs. The reason why we're talking about the about because. Uh, the Negan thing and getting cast with Negan, I think they're hinting towards this other group, the group that we saw tonight. Not even hinting. We straight out saw them tonight. They seem very organized. They were talking about somebody. They said he doesn't this X, Y, Z a few times. There were straight out references to this group was not the wolves. They were dead. Uh, uh, Stephanie turned to me and goes, are these the wolves? I go, no, these are not the fucking wolves. Was, yeah, none, the, none of the guys that we did see the face of had... W's on their face. No, and they and they, they had seem crazy. they had much nicer clothes on. They seemed organized. And when they're talking about the area, when Dwight and his girl are talking about the area, they say there's so many people that they don't even know the people. I don't know how much of that was bullshit, but 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 it seems like this is a very big, very organized group of people. The first group that we're gonna rival that seems seems just very big and very, or, and again, organized, seems to have this shit together. They have gas. They have this claimer-like thing going on where one of them, where the girl keeps saying, I've, I have what I earned. I have what I earned. No, you're going to pay back what you earned. You're going to pay back the yeah, gas. now that we had to come track you down for this shit too? No. You you decide what you earned? I don't think so. <laughs> Bill Sotheby says, rule one, Daryl always has a knife. <laughs> they met, they mentioned one, that- Everybody should always have a knife, a small ball peen hammer. Good. Uh, I, I, there's a list of things that number one everybody should always have. Good point by Knife is of the is of the low of the uh, low in the quality. Uh, Critch says these guys were well organized, had transport, had plans and procedures. Absolutely. Terry Chan says the wolves didn't use cars and guns like a principal. One of them said something like that, right? I'm pretty sure we all know who this group is. Yes, I know. Bill says he didn't need a knife, Tim. He just always has one. They sounded more like claimers. Right. Yeah, they did seem to have a little bit of vibe of the claim, like a more organized crew that has some sort of uh, checks and balance system going on. And I thought that was one of the more interesting things going through the episode and coinciding with the announcement of this character 
uh, coming into the show, I think it was interesting that this happened to be the episode right after the announcement that they kind of now they're starting to what I think put those put those seeds in. And it's so interesting because people are talking about the casting of it. Some people that haven't read the comic books again, Stephanie, who's not a comic fan, turns to me and goes, "What's this about this Negan? Who's this Negan?" And I honestly am not going to talk too much about it, but I do think this is sort of heading into that direction. Yes. So let's get right into it. Uh, someone said Bianca Richardson during the during the live chat said she loved the color scheme of this episode and yes. the, the cinematic quality of it and just how it was all shot and looked. And I have to say the same thing. It, I think this show does a great job of having each episode through visual means and through audio means really create a different atmosphere. And this was another example of that to make it seem like these. it's the same show, but it's like a different story. And especially with a lot of the, it, there was a very sense of impendingness to all the music going on. Yeah. I, there was about the color scene, the cinematics. I really enjoyed this one scene in particular where Abraham was dealing with the dangling walker mm. and they showed him against the gray sky. And I got really fucking worried there for, <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> But I really liked the shot. I liked what they did with the, with, the, with the sky behind them and everything. So let's get into the recap here. So uh, we start out with scenes from last week, and we get the black and white to remind us what's going on. We open up to Sasha, Abraham, and Daryl on walkie-talkies. Great visual of all the walkers on the back of the road leading the herd. Uh, and uh, they kind of talk back and forth where Daryl's like, let's floor it. And Sasha's like, I can't floor it in this piece of shit car. No way. <laughs> Yeah, have you seen? Yeah, have you seen this car? And they eventually end up getting ambushed by some unknown group of people. It's yeah, out of nowhere. Uh, and uh, it what kind of weird idiots? and random? It was weird and random, and like right away. But to come up with the conclusion that they weren't lying in wait, what the fuck makes you think that? Like, absolutely, they could be just sitting there lying in wait. What else is there to fucking do? You lie, you wait, someone comes by, you take their shit, you hope you right. live another day. If if anything that we've learned from Terminus and from other, that we, people can have weird customs and weird ways they do things. This might just be part of the machine and part of the, yep, you guys wait out there and if you see any cars, you shoot them down, steal their shit. Right, we'll do it in shifts. It's 20 miles away from our camp. You go, you just wait. It's a major junction or whatever. Who knows? Well, like I think the reasoning for what not thinking they were lying in wait is because there was that massive horde of walkers behind them and What's so it? ambushing the people in the car that are leading this massive horde yeah, no, not it's the, not the smartest thing to do i oh, but i didn't mean they well they pulled ahead of the of the herd but i didn't mean they like saw them in advance leading the herd but yeah. just because they like they pulled away so far away they had already taken their left down whatever other street and they're about to head through a little little teeny town, and boom, these fuckers are waiting there. As Fre there as Freddie N in the chat says, lie, wait, take people's shit, rinse and repeat. Carmine says he's in here. He doesn't watch the episode. La 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 la. Whistle past the graveyard. Rick Grimes died. I'm sorry. Oh shit. Rick Rick uh, Rick and Carol uh, killed each other in a uh, in a love in a twisted love affair. <laughs> First wolves, now jackals. I don't know what their names are. The walkers are way behind. Bill Sutherford says, oh, true, Tim, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't always carry a knife, hammer, or ice pick. You should always, always, always carry something, as Joe said. I, 
I even think about that now. I always go, you know, I don't leave, I don't leave home without a pen. You know, worst case scenario, you can always put a pen through someone's eye. I think I saw it in a movie or a pencil up someone's nose like the Joker. Anyone want to see a trick? You just slam someone's head down on a table or something. Worked for the fucking Joker. Yeah. So let's continue. So. So they end up getting ambushed by an unknown group of people. They shoot at them. Daryl gets kind of knocked off the bike and crashes it. And then Abraham and Sasha crash their car. And Daryl just gets on the bike and gets the fuck out of there. <laughs> he ch- is he chasing after somebody at that point? He, he, uh, he, he kind of rides off. And, Sa- and Sasha and Abraham get out. And then they start, uh, start shooting at the car where some of the people are in. We get some good action. We get some Knight Rider music. And then we get, uh, we, it's almost like Daryl riding through a Walker video game at times where he's like, he's like spinning through. He's like, oh, oh shit. And then Abraham and Sasha open fire on the car and Daryl leads some of them off. And Abraham is, is grinning. And Sasha's like, what the fuck are you grinning for? And he's like, well, we won. I just feel like smiling. And you can just see, is Abraham fucking crazy or is he trying to find joy in every little moment? Or is he walking the fine line? What do you guys think? I think I think he's fine. He's coping and dealing with it and getting shit out however he needs to. And then getting joy from the things that he needs to get joy from to get by. Fuck it. Let's enjoy <laughs> killing the creatures we're supposed to kill that are trying to kill us. Yeah. I don't see anything wrong with that. I don't see Yay! anything wrong with joy in putting down walkers. That's fine with me. You're not killing little animals. You're not killing other people. You're killing things that are rightfully already dead. You're you're saving your life and possibly the lives of others. Joe, every single one you kill. Joe, G- uh, Katie, what is dead can never die. I mean, just right. ki- just kill putting the f- it down. We'll just say. putting it down. Putting the shit down. Abraham is fine. Says the chat. Says uh, Richie. Yeah. Ada says I thought Daryl was out of gas. So why why did he stop? It confused me. He was trying not to make noise in case they circled back, yeah. I think. He saw a possum. Damn his ADD. <laughs> First, I think he was, I think he was <laughs> injured and the adrenaline and the shock was wearing off because he did take a, a hard spill. Who knows how the impact felt on the inside of that. He yeah. was a nice a skid and it was that was a bleeder road burn. Yeah, That's I mean, his leather jacket one. was torn up on the side that he fell on. Right. Terrible. And, uh, it just it it seemed to me like he he kind of was like about to really he experienced all the pain the adrenaline was wearing off and it was a good time to stop and listen get his bearings get his bearings hide the bike you know these things <laughs> Terrachid says he's about Abraham he's crazy definitely getting joy on cheating on Rosita yeah I'm still mad fuck you Abraham fuck you he hasn't cheated I don't yet think, he's just no, exploring he hasn't cheated. His- options at this point yeah he's a, i don't think he would necessarily consider it cheating either no i think he just wants to add more more another player to the party well no i think he's trying to get in with sasha because he mm-hmm. likes and respects her and Rosita was a, a fun time thing no and i hear you there, there and, and where hot. and whereas Rosita is someone that he can relate to what she went through and he feels like she can relate to what he went through so, so he can try to maybe think about something you know a deep connection with her on that level where where maybe Rosita was just the uh the hot factor and yeah. or maybe even just getting or more connected to getting Eugene off <laughs> he just well i yeah i think the fact that she didn't care that Eugene was watching. She's uh, fun time material, not <laughs> wife up material. 
But oh. he's looking at Sasha, who wouldn't allow anything like that. She's no nonsense, no bullshit. <laughs> Sasha would go She's beat the shit. calling sh him on his bullshit. <laughs> I like it. Sasha would go over there and beat the shit out of Eugene and go, get yep. that fucking thing out of your hand and get the hell out of here. And then she'd beat the shit out of Abraham, <laughs> saying, what the fuck are you thinking, letting him sit there and watch us? Keep that, get, take that, get that hat off the bed. Tara Chan says, okay, if my boyfriend ever- Get that mullet off the head. <laughs> okay, if my boyfriend ever said that to some other woman, I would consider it cheating. So basically, he's been stringing her along for all these years. They've been together. In fairness, if we're actually getting to that, to the legitimacy <laughs> of it, she, she's dumped him. She, she told him no more. She shut off the- the, the, oh, when the when the when he almost it? killed Eugene, I think, and well, yeah, well, they just haven't I think been back together like, since, maybe. I mean, I think they it. each have a different idea of what their relationship is. Rosita might have it in her head that they were together. Him, yeah, we walked together and had sex. Me. <laughs> yeah, Scott Dakota says, "Wait, there's monogamy in the apocalypse? <laughs> what the fuck for?" <laughs> And that's an interesting question in that is it depends. Is it still exists? Is it all about at it this? Is. Could I rationalize to you, Crow? Could I be like, well, we're in the zombie apocalypse. I need to spread my, we need to further the human race. Nope. No, no, no. Do it for your country. No. Do it for the red, white, and blue. I'm doing it no. for. What is this, Greece too? Miss <laughs> Crow, I'm doing it for, I'm doing it for the, you know, humankind, right? Is that okay? Is that what you named your penis? <laughs> humankind, yes. Yes, yes uh, okay. Why don't you stick your humankind in a banana peel and call that, <laughs> call it a party. Well, Phil, if we were the last two people on earth. We'd find a way, Joe. We would find a way. Anyways, I let's continue. That would be monogamous. <laughs> so let's continue on this. So so Abe, Abraham's finding joy in any moment and Sasha's like, no, 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 no. Okay, so Daryl <clears throat> Daryl wakes up after falling off his bike, and he looks around, and kind of sees a, uh, a a dead a dead walker, a zombie wearing a motorcycle helmet, which is kind of cool. And he takes his bike off the road, past some rotters, and he hides it, and calls Abraham on the radio, and just hears static. He looks down on a dead skull, and he takes off his uh, bloody glove, and and you can see he's in, his arm's pretty fucked up. He's in some bad shape. He'll have to rub some uh, dirt. Next to another motorcyclist. What was that? Like that he landed when he fell off the bike. He landed next to another motorcyclist mm -hmm. that had a helmet on. <laughs> well, but yeah, but then there was that. I'm, I don't know. I was a little confused by that once he found the fuel truck. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, another was, thing about the that was on the way back. Another, yeah, but it was right next to the. Uh, it was. Like, he went back to where he fell, and yeah. so there's the guy with the helmet and no motorcycle and a truck. He didn't really look around the first time. He no, heard I the know. noise and then went off on his way. But when he came back and he found the spot with the motorcycle guy, he found the plate on yeah. the ground. And then he noticed the truck had That's been covered not, up. Um, yeah. I'm not confused that he didn't find the truck. I'm confused. Where'd the motorcycle guy come from? Did he just happen to crash in the same place that the truck was hidden? Was or no, was he connected to the truck? There was no motorcycle. When we first meet the chick and the guy, Dwight and the two chicks. They say they, his oh, name is, yeah. they said when they got back to the forest, it had been filled with walkers. It was just filled with yeah. them. So they had driven a truck out in there into the woods with the gas leaking and then burnt all the walkers up. Ren says the crow, uh, the crow so is why there were all the burnt corpses. And they oh, were walking so that was the truck. Okay. I missed the truck I, uh, part. So that was the truck that they emptied the fuel out of either that, or that was a second truck that say Patty left the area in. 
hmm. and got stuck down that road. Because the truck did have a driver, right? right? Yes, but that was the. They said Patty was a woman, and I thought the thing in the truck was a man. So. But the truck said Patrick, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. So we'll get we'll get to guys. You're in the chat are fucking cracking me up right now, and. Uh, <laughs> So Daryl falls off the bike, he gets up, he sees a dead zombie wearing the motorcycle helmet, he takes his bike up the road past some marauders, hides it, and he calls Abraham on the radio. He looks down at a dead skull, takes the glove off, he's in some pretty bad shape, as I said, and then he hears something and heads through the woods to look for what the sounds are, excuse me. So this is one of the parts that kind of, if anything, kind of got to me for a second. I, I know what they're trying to do, and this is being slightly nitpicky on my end, but okay, whatever, I can be slightly nitpicky. I didn't love the first person uh, angle uh, when they switched it over to shaky cam for, for a second. I mean, I just don't think you necessarily needed to do that in that moment. It just, whenever, no, when they do that, that, and they seem to do it a lot with Daryl scenes, where yeah. suddenly they'll switch to a uh, video camera look, and Daryl's, like, smashing a walker through something. I, personally, I, I didn't like it. they did that to Daryl this time, because uh, he had just taken the spill. He was starting to feel the, the adrenaline wore off. He's bleeding. He's you know, shaken yeah. up and they were kind of showing that, that it was, uh, he doesn't know if the people are still following him, if it's more walkers, what's making okay, more I have, noise. So. I have two things. Yeah. I have two things to say, uh, from the chat. James says, Daryl just needs some tussing for his arm. <laughs> and, uh, do chronic. I was going to talk about this at the end. I'm glad you brought that up. The truck was called Patty. And what I'm wondering is those two people that set Daryl up, if they were just using the name Patty uh, as a fake name to set Daryl up in that situation, were kind of just using it because they saw the truck Uh, and using the name of the truck. I have to rewatch the episode to check on that. but I Right, they were taking a truck full of gas as well. Exactly. So I think there was a little bit of gamemanship with those people and using the name. And that was why we saw it at the end, to just show that Daryl was completely played in that situation. Again, I could be way off base on that i need to watch it again that's how i read the scene uh i, I read it that that they were making up the name but it, but I, I again i'll watch the episode again and tomorrow i could be like i'm a dumbass or someone in the comment section phil you're a dumbass do you even watch this episode <laughs> I, I think maybe that's right too the truck they were talking about they were saying she people often refer to vehicles as she yeah. yeah. So. So it, that's just that's my that's my take on it. But who knows if I am correct or not? Well, well, again, I'll check that out on a rewatch. Uh, glad Terry Chan says. Oh, glad we're on the same terms. Phil, down with the shaky cam. First person, down with it. Bill Sotheby says shaky cam is a blight on the cinematography world. Yes. Yes. It needs to go Even away. Like, any action scenes when they're when they're fight scenes, fight scenes oh. I, it's the worst thing. It means so that your choreography sucks. And the show's probably not worth watching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what well, movie? Welcome, yes. Jose. Welcome, everyone. Excited for tonight's recap. We're excited to have you in the recap live. And so glad to have all you guys checking out our live Love recaps. That. Whether you're listening to this on the podcast, audio cast on iTunes or any of the other podcast catchers, you can find the way to subscribe to our podcast in the description box below. But if you're listening to the podcast, please come and check out the YouTube channel, Phil the Issues Guy or Phil's Recap and Review, and come check out the live chat because the live chat is as much fun, if not better, than the show itself. So come on. On and jump in the live chat and have some fun with the best people some of the best people i know they're really awesome people and so uh P- P- tim's cracking me up <laughs> okay so here we go so he hears something he heads towards the world uh the woods slowly with the first person view uh, and then he sees two girls that say you found us okay we've earned what we took uh, Dar- you found us. We've earned what we took. And Daryl is eventually knocked out from behind 
by this guy Dwight. And again, I don't know this character's name was definitely Dwight, but mm. I th- but I'm pretty sure from a couple of uh, recap or review sites that I read there are recaps they kept calling him Dwight so I'm gonna I'm going with it sure we're going it with works. it yeah we're going with it for now so <clears throat> so Daryl wakes up after a cool little dream thing that's going on where he you can kind of piece together and I had trouble t- taking notes in this part because I was just watching it so mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what they said in all the dream segments but he kept waking up and hearing a few words and going to bed yeah. and hearing a few words bits and pieces bits and yeah, pieces I'm trying to turn it up so I could hear and I couldn't hear it, anything and I thought it was the sh- inaudible Good, great point, Joe. Because I think the show did an excellent job at at uh, in that situation <laughs> depicting how it really feels, and that when you're kind of waking up from just being like they didn't want you and to a motorcycle accident and then bludgeoned and then bludgeoned, just mm-hmm. that he can't mm-hmm. quite uh, understand, and it's just and again, I, I'd have to go back with subtitles on to hear exactly what they were saying. Dar- yeah, it's like a drunken blackout night drinking. <laughs> Speaking of which, that was yeah. uh, that was last night for me. I went I went to a I went to an event that had an open bar that I wasn't expecting the open bar. And next thing I know, it's the oh, end of the night. What was and this? and uh, yeah, we can talk. I don't want to talk about what it is, but but it was the surprise. <laughs> it was the surprise open bar, and it was the surprise no food that I liked, and I didn't eat before I got there. So I was stuck. Mm-hmm. Do I do nothing or do I just drink all night? And I went with drinking all night. Yeah, I chose wisely, and I'm and I'm uh, paying for it a little bit today, so I'm a little bit playing playing hurt. So, Oof. yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, no way it's Dwight's crossbow now. No, he's gonna get his quite his uh, crossbow back. Bill Sutherby says, and Dwight is somewhat ninja and snuck up behind Daryl in the forest, which leaves dead branches all around. Well, the, he had, like I said, well, he had just been in an accident. Yeah, there were walkers. He was trying to pay attention to his arm. He was worried there was other gunmen around. Oh, well, he snuck up behind him too when uh, Daryl was dealing with the two girls. And as Tara Chan says, Katie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, yeah. He was focused on the two girls. He heard. Oh, excuse me. It was Bill Souther, or who was it that says? Someone said, and as we all know, two girls are better than one. (laughs) No, it was Lola. (laughs) Sorry, Lola. (laughs) Whoever said a hand in the a bush in the hand is better than two in the. Pecker? What are you? What are you, what are you what? A bush in the hand is better than two in the pecker. What are you talking? The hand is better than two in the bush. Bush yes. on the mind. Every alcohol she tried yet tried tasted yucky. Good. I hope you never like it. I I didn't like. It is yucky. Joe forced me to like alcohol. It's, it's Joe's it's, fault. It's, it's it's it all tastes like piss, and it's if a matter of learning how to enjoy the uh, piss. Enjoy the piss and distinguish. I disagree with you only because I disagree with you. I disagree with you only in the fact that mixed drinks exist and some of those just taste like fruity oh, cocktails. No, no, no. When you get into well, a that's mixed the magic drink, of chemistry. Yeah, that's yeah. the magic. It's, ma- it's and it's the magic of you mix piss with piss with piss and a drop of fruit juice, and somehow it tastes wonderful. Mm, okay, so so let's continue before this turns into the alcoholic podcast. But yeah, don't drink. It's bad. It's bad. And if you have a drinking problem. Visit AA or call your local liquor store. Non- yeah, call your local liquor store and see, and see if they're all out. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. So Daryl wakes up after a little dream thing going on and he gets – I'm so awful. And he gets the idea that they're escaping or something. So his wrists are, wrists, wrists are bound with rope. He tells Dwight, I ain't who you think I am. Mm-mm. And – they we they find out that they burnt down the forest in this scene we to clear out the walkers. It's it's interesting how it's all pieced together. Now the girls they they end up walking off and go ahead and say something again. Uh, well, no, I just, I wanted to say something actually. 
what, Kate? Um, it just reminded me of what we had been saying they should have done with the walkers in the uh, quarry. Mm. Burn them all. No, absolutely. Good point. That just reminded me. Because you, if you burn away, I mean, that was, they used, might have used a lot of diesel, <laughs> a lot of timber. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. But I agree with you. And I'm hoping a lot to do it with a mass like that in yes. just the rocky quarry. Maybe that's. Maybe that's where we're going with yeah. way to do it. It was a part of the discussion we had. Yeah. Katie, maybe that's where we're going with the gasoline truck. That Ooh. that could be used to blow up a lot of the walkers that are to that burn them at, the, at the fence. Or wherever they're going. I mean, that's only half the group. That, there's only half there's only them. half the group going to the fence. The other half are still on the road somewhere. On the road. Yeah. But we worked it out. We worked they should by the time these three get back to town. They should all be dead. Mm. Yes, it was mathematically viable. And Lola, I could not agree with your point. <laughs> it put, hey, 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 smoke, smoke weed every day. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I, I, but anyways, let's continue. The girls have a talk about hydration, which is very important. And it is. they yes. lead themselves through the woods past some burnt walkers in the burnt forest. They give him water because they don't need him falling down. And Dwight turns to Daryl and he says, we are all reasonable people. Uh, if, if we meet up with your people, we'll, maybe we'll give you to them if they want to make a deal. Everyone has a code. Our code is we won't kneel to anybody. Is that fair enough? You can kneel if you want to kneel, but we won't kneel to anybody. What Game do you, of Thrones? <laughs> what do you think about what do you think about not kneeling before Zod, uh, guys? Do you think that's a good uh, that's a good philosophy to have? That as long as you're in in what in the zombie apocalypse, as long as you come out ahead, you'll uh, be reasonable. You know, as long as you uh, pay me everything, you know, I don't have to kill you. I, I, you pick your battles depending on who you're dealing with. Kneeling is not necessarily the greatest thing to fight over. <laughs> but I get it. Bill, uh, Joe, Bill has an answer to your question. Joe, if you want to check out the chat for a second. <laughs> so he says uh, the saying... <laughs> yes. Is followed by two in the tush. Yeah, finger in the bush is worth two in the Whoa. tush, is what he said. <laughs> For you, those in the audio cast. So they walk Whoa. through the, they walk through the forest, and they say, they say, uh, they start talking about their situation, <laughs> their 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 context. They say, wherever we are right now, it's better than when we, we were. He's and uh, he's and oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, he says that he says <laughs> this is just a he yeah, had threw me off for a second he says uh this is just a pit stop they talked about the situation how they got away and they got in a car and killed some dead ones they're talking about blowing up the forest and burning the forest and this is where daryl forest i know poor forest that they were in there first and they killed most of the walkers they thought everyone was fighting them and uh no. And they were all together, and they were stupid. And Daryl says, you're being stupid yep. right now. And Dwight says, should I kill you? Are you going to try something? Should I just kill you? And, yes. And, <laughs> and Daryl goes, or he keeps continuing. Katie, Katie, is me not pulling the trigger and, sh trigger and shooting your bird ass right now? Is this a mistake right now? Should I not? Should I yep. kill you? It's yep. a <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yep. They should have killed Daryl right then and there. There was no reason not to. Like, well, why are you going no. back to the group that's hunting you down? Like, you well, should be trying to get he, the fuck out of there as fast as possible. <laughs> Taking Daryl anywhere is not good. Well, but he had, like we said, they kept turning their backs on Daryl and just kind of letting him trail behind. And he didn't do anything. So, hmm. <laughs> We've got uh, these new group of people are called the Wildlings. They live beyond the wall. Hey, we're there. <laughs> 
Adafan says, yeah. Joe, if you come out just a he- just a he- just ahead, you're dead. Oh, just ahead, you're dead. And uh, Drew Cronk says, seeing the two of them and finding out one was Dwight is so cool. Richie A says, we still don't know if those guys are really bad people yet. I, I'm yeah. again, I'm still wondering about whether they are whether they actually did escape from whatever group that they're talking about, or if that was just part of the plan and they're bringing Daryl shit back to that group and they're just recruiters like Daryl, but instead of being recruiters, they're jackers that they sit there and jack people. Say, "Yo, give me your sandwich." They uh, they do the way they do the Wayne Brady to Dave Chappelle thing and they just take a sandwich. You could eat what your, you, you got for lunch. Yeah, today. you could you could eat that sandwich, Dave. Give me that sandwich. So that's a nice bicycle. <laughs> Daryl says, uh, you're being stupid right now. Should I kill you? And this is where they switch it on to Daryl thinking or implying that they think he's somebody that he isn't. You made the choice to kill someone for someone else. For a roof, three squares. I might not be counting all aspects here. Daryl says, you're not stupid. Can we make a deal and help each other out? He says, you're one of them. We never should have trusted those people. So let's keep moving. My big question is, and I think we already answered this towards the beginning, who does he think Daryl is. And one of those people. One of those, one of those, gangs. One of those other yeah. gang people that we eventually find out. But at the time. <laughs> the well, I kind of figured that right from the start. That that's who he was thinking that he was one of those group that was. He hunting. was one of some group. Yeah. Something. I, I don't know. I kind of felt like it was just connected right from the beginning. Like those three were connected to the group that. And especially was, you know, especially after, you know, Abraham and Sasha try to work out who they are. Hmm. And they go through all of that. So they yeah. keep, they keep uh, moving and they come eventually come to a fence with a ton of walkers and a truck. Pat, uh, they Okay, well, let me let me explain too. Yep. I, okay. At first I thought that group that was shooting at them was the wolves. The wolves, yeah. So I guess I should say I thought that those three thought Daryl was one of the wolves. But either way, I thought those people were the wolves as well. So yeah. if they are or aren't, I'm going to consider them wolves because they're you know, a pack of fucking Initial, animals hunting yeah. people. They just don't have W's on them. Right. Adam Adam says, I think he was running away and then changed his mind. I think we'll see the price Dwight will pay for running away. So you think that Dwight eventually, Dwight and the other girl agreed with what I think Tina was her name or Gina, what Gina said, blame it on me, go back. Yeah. When she says. Well, like, was it was it her that they were trying to protect from those people? Yeah, I think I think so, ultimately the whole idea was, and, I, and I'm just piecing this together, but that yeah. this girl Gina, for whatever reason, got spooked of things that were going on in this location, ran away, and these two people being her friends went after her to quote unquote help or maybe run away from her but they didn't escape too or they didn't make a scene or something so they can still say we didn't find her or she's dead and we and go back and we jack this guy here's some more stuff here's a crossbow and a motorcycle for our shit <laughs> shit pile yeah. and kind of still have plausible deniability where where it seems like that other girl the girl with the short hair uh gina or tina that she pissed somebody off said something to the wrong person and needed mm-hmm. to get the fuck out of dodge city quick is the vibe i got but yeah. again, again we, we got very little details. We're forced to kind of p- piece it together ourselves. But that's that's mm-hmm. kind of how I put it together, I guess. <clears throat> so uh, they keep moving. They hear some walkers and they come to the fence. Uh, they say that they're looking for a girl named Patty, which again ends up being uh, the name on the truck later. But whatever. And they say that she's gone. And one of the other girls says, the plan is to get out of here. Now, and I, I keep calling them girl and other girl because, because as someone mentioned in the chat, I might have been a Red Sox fan, that 
I that they're kind of it's hard for me to learn characters' names until they're on mm. a couple of episodes. I'm like, yes. if they're just gonna be one and done's or we're not gonna see them for a season and a half, I'm not gonna take the time to do all the extra research to learn. Even when they're like on for th- it takes like almost a whole season for me to learn most people's names. And it's like I still connect. get Gabriel fucked up. And yeah. <laughs> R- Richie A says I think maybe they stole the insulin from the group to for her help. Oh, yeah, they did. They stole yeah. everything that was in that bag. Yeah. We took what we what, what we our, earned, what we earned, what, what we was earned. ours, right? Yeah, it was ours. It was owed us, so we took it and we left. Oh, welcome, Centovia Major. Welcome, Richie Terrachan, Jimmy. Welcome, Ren Renwin. Love, love to see all of our great friends in the chat tonight, having a great time. And again, if you are listening to this somewhere else and you can't get into the chat, the chat wing room is open. I'm checking on it right now to see if I know Mayor is in there joining us. Let's see what Mayor has to say tonight. Gla- oh, just glad to see Daryl back in action. We have a tweet that says, "Awesome episode. Love this. Wish this episode was last week." Uh, and I. I hear you. Or, no, excuse me. What they said was, I wish they combined last week's episode and this week's episode into one episode. I don't know. That's too much. They would have to, it would have to continue into this week. And we wouldn't really have gotten much of any. I, I think all the Daryl and Abraham stuff kind of would have felt unsatisfying <laughs> if they broke that up over. Tara Chan says we're bad with remembering names because we're old. I think that I think <laughs> I think we have seen. Shh, shh, shh. What'd you say? You kids, what? shut up with your comments. Hey, you you kids in the chat room, shut up with your comments. I I can't hear you. Oh, but yes, very true. Very true. <laughs> all the chat. Man. As as yeah. t- as time goes on, I more and more less relate. Excuse me, less and less relate to Kermit the Frog and more relate to the two old men in the uh, audience pitching at. <laughs> You know, I'm starting to yeah, the curmudgeons. Yeah. I'm starting to turn into the grumpy old man, and I'm happy with it. I'm 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 wearing it with a badge of courage, badge of yeah, honor. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. We made it, Joe. We made it. We're we're here. We did it. <laughs> so, anyways, so the other girl, uh, yeah, not there yet. So you don't uh, you don't have to do this for me, says Gina Tina. It was the right thing for all of us, says other girl, and she says, uh, and Gina Tina says, go back now. It was all my fault. And other and then Gina Tina passes out, and uh, Daryl uses the opportunity to run off and grab the bag as as Dwight is shooting him to escape but of course he misses because he has bad aim and Daryl has their bag and he runs away a little bit and then he calls to Sasha and Abraham on the radio to no avail he sees a walker coming through the woods bad day you almost got that diehard feeling from Daryl in a moment in this situation like oh this is a bad fucking day and he at least he has shoes on exactly Joe and he was looking for the crossbow as you mentioned earlier they decided to put the crossbow in the bag really in an awkward way to not be able to grab at it oh it's my a weapon it's a pretty like even if you're not good at it it's still better than nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yes and uh thank you Red Sox fan from the last uh, Muppets episode <laughs> write a new song why are there so many songs write a new song <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so we go out to yes, uh, the Muppets are cousins with uh cousins with Katie Crow. She 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 t- She's her favorite. 
little darker. And I know this is sort of uh, sort of. Oh no, I was gonna talk. I was gonna say if uh, you ever go to Disney World or any of the Disney worlds, I highly suggest the Muppets 3D. It was like the best 3D thing I ever saw. Ooh. There's this one part where Gonzo's no nose gets really really big and stretches off screen. You feel like oh, anyways, you can like limbo under it. Okay, so out to nice. <laughs> so other girl says this, other girl says that, other girl says fuck me with a wiffle ball bat. As uh, Daryl has the bag and he calls the Sasha and Abraham in the radio. He sees a walker coming through the woods, having a bad day. He reaches in his bag, does a little bit of a zippity doo da zippity yay, gets the bow out just in time, and kills the walker. And I have to say again, amazing looking walker. They're doing a, a great job at the way the zombies, uh, sorry, Cesar Romero, the way the zombies look this season. I think the zombies are at an all-time high in visuals where you have like sewer zombie in an episode uh, before and, and this yeah. one with the carved out belly that looked almost- the mossy zombie. Mossy Ooh. zombie. Loved yeah, it. he looked hollow. That was that was awesome. And Bill Selby, I, I absolutely agree. It was a very false, cheap, cheap and false moment. I felt uh, the whole time I'm saying, I, you know, he's got a knife on him. You know, yeah. he's got the knife on him. He's yeah. got it. He's always got a knife on him. Why isn't he? Even the, there was a stick on the ground. I'm like, you could probably use that stick to poke mm -hmm. the guy's fucking head right through his eyeball. Why are you fucking around with this pack right now? Why didn't you already get the fucking crossbow out of the pack? Dar? Why wasn't that the first thing you did? Okay, fuck it. There's a cooler. Let me get my crossbow out, and then I'll look in the cooler. Like, uh, so I mean, many a things. Abraham even looked at the missile launcher before he looked at the cigars. I mean, come on, dude. Yeah. Go yeah. to the weapon, weapon first. Priorities. Yes, exactly. Weapon first. Fucking priorities. And, uh... <laughs> Oh, uh, Yoda's like, Yoda's going, where were you guys? Oh, here we are. Sorry. Sorry. We're here. And I have to remind anyone that's watching on YouTube that YouTube has been having slight issues lately. We're running at uh, a little lower quality than we usually do to try to combat the issues that they're having. A lot of people's uh, streams have been freezing. So if anything freezes, let us know in the comment section. Hopefully we will be good tonight. So, uh... No turtles, you fucking morons. Learn your animal system. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Morgan loves goats. Territons, of course. The zombies look good. They've got all that commercial money to add to the makeup budget. Great fucking, great fucking point. Uh, Bill says, yeah, I was shutting up my TV the whole time. Use a fucking knife. Or use a knife. And San Santovio Major says, how did that one guy not at least hear the walker that was stuck in the tree stump? That's a good question. Yeah, I, that was a little weird. Joe often likes to talk about we have convenient stealth zombies at times. Super stealth. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're in the forest with all these freaking leaves on the ground, sticks and twigs to negotiate, not trip over, moaning. They're always fucking moaning. But somehow, every now and then, almost any time someone's not paying attention, one grabs them from behind. It's uh, like it... It makes no real fucking sense to me. Like, mm. it's very like they wait behind the tree until you turn your back, and then they like tiptoe through the fucking leaves and latch onto you. Yeah, they're planning and plotting. And as people were saying, it wasn't a turtle; it was a tortoise. A tortoise. Ugh. So the walkers coming through the woods, bad day. And after all of that, Daryl notices the cooler of insulin of the girl. Don't! Whoops. 
Um, Terratran asks, can I ask you guys why you all call them red shirts? I don't quite get the reference. The reference uh, of red the reference of red shirts <laughs> comes from the original old Star Trek series uh, that you would send like the captain would or a lot on the old series the on the old series the captain would often go down with his crew, but he'd send down a group down to a planet to check things out. And it would be like the main characters. You'd have Captain Kirk, Captain Idiot. Spock, yeah, and then you'd have. And then you'd have uh, one guy that is wearing a red shirt that you don't know his name. He's like the extra of the episode. And you just know in that episode he's going to be the guy that dies because he's the guy that's not one of the main cast. It's like, And so mm-hmm. it's interesting to note that by the time Next Generation – this was from the original series – uh, Captain was in yellow, Spock and the Doctor were in blue, and then Ensigns and things, they were in, in the Different red shirt. And, and jobs, those would be yeah. the guys, the, the one time on the show guy, and he would die. So he would <clears> become <throat> a red shirt. And by the time we get to Next Generation, Captain Picard is in a red shirt, and the Ensigns are now wearing yellow shirts like yeah. the Captain did yes. previously. And to answer your question, yes, it is kind of an old person thing if it's a Star Trek thing, but they do repeat, they do repeat, they, no, they repeat the joke in the new Star Trek movie as well yeah. at times. Yes. There's times where they make references to the red shirts. They make references to red shirts in lots of movies, in lots of TV shows. Uh, hey, man, don't treat me like the red shirt. I've heard yeah. it in a bunch, like a bunch of, oh, so I'm there. Even in, it was awesome. It was used, uh, I'm crewman number eight, man. Yeah, in, <laughs> in, Gal- in Galaxy oh, Quest. Yeah. Me. I'm going with you. Yeah, no, I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not leaving this shit, man. I'm crewman number eight. You yeah. don't even know my name. So, so come. Stoner. I don't. I don't even remember. Stone something. Oh, uh, Sam Rockwell. Oh, Sam yes, Rockwell. the actor. Yes, I thought you were talking about the character. No, no, no. A great character. Great actor. Underrated actor, anyway. Phil, that's not that's not Walkers, but that's two raccoons making sweet, sweet love, baby pro. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Sotheby says, when the Enterprise gets shot and explosions happen, the red shirt people get killed by explosions. Great point. Yes. Yeah, they they were always the. Ones and uh, Terry Chan saying she understood. She just wanted to know where the uh, where where the where the where is the foundation the of that? From. Yeah, where did it actually come from? I was trying to think of the I was trying to think of the data line where he says in Next Generation. I wanted to find the origins of that idiom or something. Yes. Yeah. There, you go. there it is. I got it. I got it. I couldn't think of it for a second, but it, it came to me. Okay. So, uh, so, so Sasha, we come back in and Sasha and Abraham and they're on the case. They're, uh, they're noticing that Daryl's bike is gone and, and, and they're, they notice shells, uh, bullet casings on the ground. Sasha says, there's, uh, not enough people around here for an ambush. There weren't enough people. Abraham says they were looking for someone or something specific, and we got caught up in it is basically what he says. Yep. They call to Daryl, no answer. Abraham says, uh, let's, I bet he's going to go back to Alexandria. Let's go. And, and she says, we can't leave him. And, and he goes, why not? And, or Abraham goes, why not? Because he already left us. And she goes, well, he came back. And at first, at first, I was like, "Does she mean right, like in the middle of this gunfight, like he rode off?" But no, she was talking about when he left uh, to go back to, to Alexandria. To, to go yeah. back to Alexandria. Don Lerner says, "Katie Crow is one of the cutest things I've ever seen in my life. Adorable little fluff. Aww." Thank you, Don. And Thank you. and it is worth mentioning too with the red shirt thing. It wasn't all. It wasn't always a specific. Some of the uh, some of a horror wore red, and Scotty did as well. So so they defined logic. A couple people did. When you were a main character, it just ended up becoming one of those things, like cotton swabs being called Q-tips or something. It's just yeah. one of the yeah. just, just one of those things. 
So Abraham is says something like, I'm not staying. I have pressure with this leather in my hands. Ta- I think talking about the gun, like he wants to kill someone. Waiting and Sasha says, we need to oh, yeah. We need to wait for him. So they go through the town and Abraham goes after a walker and, and Sasha stops him and says, we, we don't want to leave any breadcrumbs around that we killed a walker. But let me write Dixon on this door, on the outside of this yeah. door. So th- yeah, it's, it's smart. <laughs> it is. No, it's actually a smart plan. She she's thinking very clearly. From every problem that you had with Sasha last season, Joe, you have to be happy with what you're seeing from Sasha this year, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Much, much. I like uh, it, the thing about it is, is we're gonna get one of those arcs probably for almost every character that's introduced, and every character that's like in our group, and I'm just kind of done with like 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 anybody now that's at the at our alexandria i can kind of understand they've been sheltered from it in a large aspect Mm. but anybody else that's not from that that's been out there the ogs the og like even sasha who had been with the group long enough like come on man this shit it's you should be well past PTSD. D at this point uh, like, that's like either it should have but, taken you because this world is so fucking dangerous but like and i guess a, a break could happen at any point but still it's like two years deep now at this point this PTSD is life is it comes on at any point i know version of traumatic i know i yes so Abe, I'm not really. I know what you meant. Things, no, I know what you mean I in a sense, Joe. I don't want to disseminate misunderstanding. Right, and, and but there, there's a sense that we talked a lot about this in the last couple of weeks. In the sense that Correct. some people yes. are going to come out of it to a certain extent and be able to lead normalcy, and some people are going to get trapped in it. And usually, in the case that most of the people that are going to get trapped in it are probably going to end up getting killed by it, or or yes. the strong survive essentially in this hunted type of world. And that's not to say someone that's not dealing with something can't be strong but it just means that in this moment you you are have a better chance of survival when you have all your faculties yes and and when you have healthy and adequate coping skills but then as someone mentioned in the chat gets to learn but as someone mentioned him in the chat i'm waiting on that father gabriel episode joking but father gabriel is a good example of someone that's just squeezed through the cracks and he hasn't he hasn't recovered from his self-inflicted problems that he had the the, the mm-hmm. trauma that he has from the mistakes he made in the moment of letting all those people of his congregation die and he yeah. and he is somehow managed to just sneak his way through survival even someone like Eugene has taken it matters into his own hands and used his means for survival Abraham uh, Gabriel excuse me Gabriel's just getting his ass dragged through he's not offering yeah. shit He's not he's not adding anything to the team. Not even spiritual guidance guidance. No one can li- no one wants to listen to him for spiritual guidance even if they wanted that. You know, yeah. he he offers nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, and you're right. Al Red Sox fan, I I feel that they should all be hardcore by now. Like anybody that's still alive on this planet should absolutely be hardcore by now. <laughs> Bill says I'm fine with an all Gabriel no, episode if it means he dies yeah. with it. <laughs> I love that. He's fine with like all Gabriel episode if he can fuck it if he actually dies in the episode. I would I I think most of us are most of us would be very happy in that situation. And you're right. Nobody nobody's impervious. Not everybody's impervious, but I'm just done. I, I don't want to watch it anymore. Oh 
Welcome, Banana. We have Anna in the chat room. Hey, guys, it's Anna Banana. Slight crazy typo. Why? Uh, what did you guys think about this episode? I might have post-traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, there's no PTSD from this episode. Everything's fine except, you know, Daryl's little baby's missing. And guys, yeah, it was fun. And guys, people want to say for the info, uh, Corey says, for your information, the clinical term for Abraham is batshit crazy. Ah, uh, that's in the DSM. <laughs> yes, it is. It's yeah. listed. Mm-hmm. It's listed. It's so, so, so Abraham's going after a walker in the town. Sasha says not to kill the walker, that not to leave breadcrumbs. They end up finding a door and they leave a note for Daryl on the outside of the door that says Dixon on it. And they scout the inside of the place. And uh, Abraham ends up finding a military uniform and some pictures. I was getting major Tyrese flashbacks in this moment. I, I was like, right. if, oh. looking at the picture on the wall, and then yep. all of a sudden you hear. And I thought it was a very funny little switch up that they did with the walker being on the other side of the glass and just to kind of go, no, we're not going to do that here. No, no, no. And we come back in. I just love Sasha in this scene, too. She's just I love this interaction. This was my favorite interaction between the two of them in the episode. She's just sitting down in the chair like that, you know, just all sitting down, relaxed. And this walker's in the glass, just banging on the glass. And and Abraham comes in and he goes, how come Gorgeous is still standing? And Sasha says, it's locked in here. We're fine. A- Abraham just, and, of course, he tries to tries the door. He wants to kill it. He wants mm-hmm. to kill it. Abraham, I, I would want to kill. Kill, kill, kill. There's no reason not mercy. to. Mercy. That can be done easily. It's Safe, merciful. Safe, safe-ish. If there is any piece of whatever that person used to be in there, it's just merciful to let them go. I, I, I feel like I feel the same too. I know that you don't want to leave a breadcrumbs like she's saying in that situation. And I understand not killing yeah. the one out in the street, but if Fresh you're in dead it, zombies for, for the other people to find, yeah, other she's people being to find. Pragmatic. she's being pragmatic, but that one inside behind the glass, I probably would have, wouldn't have been able to sleep in there with yeah. that thing. That's one you kill. That's because one you kill. It does no, he's hit noisy. the glass just right. Like I've seen people punch a windshield. Yeah, the sweet spot. And just hit it right in the sweet spot, and the shit shatters. Corey says, Father Gabriel dying at the end would be the happiest ending this side of Return of the Jedi. There'd be a bunch of Ewoks going, dun, 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 ding, 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 ding. They'll be singing and having a great happy song. Oh, gosh. So so it's a scary walker inside the glass, and Abraham decides to go. Sasha gives him a choice. You could either sleep right now or keep watch and walk around. Abraham initially decides to keep the watch, stay awake, and go kind of salvage and try to find some stuff. It, Sasha tries to get some sleep, and the walker just keeps trying. you got to give it to these walkers. They just never give up. They're dedicated. All night long. All night long. So we see on the oh, we see on the board inside where this where this walker is. It says, "Proud to provide to have provided value." I pray the world keeps on going. Stay cheerful. The bites kill. The rah 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 rah. The bites kill. Rah rah rah. <laughs> Ren says that noise alone would have made me give him mercy. It's no, like, I, I, of course yeah. you can't. Sleep. Okay, my question, guys, is: Can you sit in a house with a? I, oh, old people thing. Can you sit in a house with like a phone ringing? Can you just that sound of the no. phone ring, ring, ring? Oh, I, I freak the fuck out. I need to answer the phone, or like when you when your phone. Or at least don't plug the shit. Oh, when your phone has like, if you happen to have the audio on your phone, like I usually keep my phone to silent, but when it, but when I have the audio or the buzzing on, you just hear that. Bzz, 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 you're like, I must pick it up and. 
see what's going on. Imagine sitting there with a walker, go <laughs> over, over like Donald fucking like Duck. Like cat baby. It yeah. must die. Meow, 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 meow. Uh, yeah, every meow. morning she just, um, oh. as soon as the alarm goes off, there's no snooze because once she hears the alarm, she does not shut the fuck up. It is awful. Oh, it, kitty. It's amazing. It's quite amazing what she is Continuous capable of vocally. 15 minutes of screams <laughs> that she like. Shrill, awful voice. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, good point. Bill makes a good point, though. The door is locked, so they'd have to break the glass. That's a lot of noise that could have attracted them. Oh, they didn't more. have the key. They didn't yeah, have the key. That's if a, they could have gotten That's a good point. That's a, I mean, if the key was sitting right there. Easily picked law. Yeah, break that glass, then there's chaos, then there's glass all around. Yeah, that's yeah, good, you that's a good point. Don't break you don't want to break the glass. Don't break the glass in case of emergency. So the walker just keeps trying all night. We see the oh, we saw that stuff on the board. So Abraham comes back in and Sasha yeah, can't yeah. sleep and he says, uh he says, Yeah, 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 you uh you can't sleep. I want to release that thing and wipe it off this plane of existence. <laughs> and then he laughs. He says, but what is this, our new home? Should we give it a name? Is it our Bob the Screamer? Like, like what should we call this guy? He's our, he's our friend. Saucer says, you chose to come with me. And Abraham says, I had no option. I had to go. She says, tell me why. He says, you were out there for a while. You nearly got my arm cut off on our road to paradise. I need to keep an eye on you. Uh, and she says, I'm in control now. And... And he says, uh, he says, I am too. And she goes, that's why you want to kill everyone? And he goes, mm -hmm. loose ends make my ass itch. Yeah. <laughs> Shit continuously hitting the fan without repis, without break. She says, what, she says, uh, what about we the party? party though. Yeah, we had the party. <laughs> and, he, and he goes, yeah. yeah. Well, you were freaking out in the bell tower and like screaming at people in the party. You people are nuts. <laughs> yeah, that was some, that was some fun party. With a whole bunch of fucking strangers who are very obviously deluded as to how things are at this yeah, point in the real world. Yeah, that's so weird. Handing out fucking cheese and crackers and shit at a, at a mixer. Are you kidding me? I'm a little freaked out by that stuff now. Me too, Kate. Yeah, I'm a little... I need yeah, lots no. of alcohol just to deal with the situations in oh, real life. so much. That's so, the only reason why I ever, I ever went to those things. <laughs> is the free booze. So uh, don't call him Bob. Poor choice of names, Phil. Yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> no bob yeah that was a very poor choice of uh <laughs> that was poor choice of words for me poor choice of name let's call him steve walker steve <laughs> so if you, and she says uh no that walker isn't my dead boyfriend bob if you have food in a roof and walls you have choices and without walkers and bullets and shit we're all accountable uh, we're always accountable title of the episode you know folks won't notice in this world meaning basically saying to him when you're in this world that's crazy people don't really notice that you're crazy I notice that you're mm -hmm. all fucked up you know kind of dick smacks him across the face a couple of times and then she goes sit and walk sit and uh, sit and stand guard I don't, see, I don't see him as all that fucked up like um, I I can understand saying don't kill that zombie because we don't want to let people know that we might be in one of these buildings because yeah. there's a fresh dead zombie kill. Uh, but, and, you know, don't necessarily chase it down the street without paying attention to what's around the corner. Oh, and Joe, 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 in fairness, in fairness, already broken and get in the face of some angry walker. In fairness, yeah, I was just about to say that. In fairness, we'll get to that scene, Joe, but I think if this was any other character, I think your love for Chickless is kind of clouding your vision here in the sense that if any other character had grabbed a walker, gotten face to face with him Chickless like that, Jr. you'd be like, you are a fucking moron. He, he yes, really is was tempting a, that fate. Was a bad I'm, 
I'm absolutely he was a fucking moron climbing out on that fence. You don't know if it could hold you. You didn't check it. Like you put your gun down, you're laying out on your belly. Sasha's not there watching your back. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> this so they made it. They made me really think he was a goner. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. There goes we're like, yeah, what was going to be one of my favorites. Hopefully, long term favorites. Like gone. I would have been pissed if they had, if he had died like that. I just I love like, yeah, that too. shit happens, but dude. No. And again, like, I, Abraham, a lot of stupid no. shit he had just done at that at that point that he wasn't thinking of. He like he had tunnel vision on that on on the gun, and then. On the, yeah, grenade launch. on the grenade fate. launcher thing. He's, he's tempting fate in those moments. So, uh, so anyways, you know folks won't notice in this world. Walker eyeballs. And Abraham. Walker eyeballs. And balls. Abraham's. Uh, Abraham stands. She, she says. She says, let's sleep a night. And we'll sleep sleep the night. And we'll look at things in the morning and see if things are better. So, anyways, back after the commercial break and the nice dark music setting of uh, Daryl coming back and telling them to drop their gun. He comes with the, uh, sh- holds them at gunpoint, tells them, t- takes the gun, says, listen, the principle of this, that you gave me too much shit, you need to give me something else besides this gun and I'm going to give you your bag back. Just because what's fair is fair and you gave me a lot of shit, so we need to do this a fair trade here. There's a lot She's of good awesome. shit in this bag, so we're not just giving it up. Exactly. Yeah. So, he, so he takes the little carving thing that the guy's grandfather taught him how to do, the whittle wood, and he gives him the bag, of, the fair trade bag, and he says, good luck. You're gonna need it, and he goes to leave. And at and right, he should have left. He should have ran. He should have not been like, "Oh, I hear something. Big deal. It's a fucking walker. Keep going. Get the yeah. fuck out of there." Yep. He's a good man. He is, yeah, and yeah. and some truck ends up rolling in, and these serious folk come in, and they say, "We're gonna end this. You're going to." You're gonna have to pay for the gas that money that you spent. They go, we earned it, and you're gonna pay for it. You know the rules, and she yells back, the rules are shit. Wade, we're not going back. And fine, change the subject, asshole. As they head in, and Daryl comes in and saves the day, and kind of saves the two, three of them, and brings them out to go hide. And he gives the dude back his gun, which was really kind of stupid. And the music was just really good, though, in this scene. I thought it just set up yeah. the mood. And it was very, like, chase spy movie kind of music at that. It, it, it was stupid, but here's the thing about giving back that gun. You can't operate the gun and the crossbow at the same time. Yeah. Fair enough. And you in those don't, moments, you have a common enemy. Right, necessarily even know how many bullets are left in that gun. Yeah. Um... So it's a it's necessary, it's not necessarily a bad thing to have, but it might be a false, you know, prayer. Long term, <laughs> you bad know? idea. So yeah, you give it back because it also means is now there's two people targeting whatever is coming at you, and not just you targeting everything coming at you. You have to give back the gun at that point. You have to hope that you've built enough trust between the the four of you by coming back to give back the insulin because you felt it was for that girl that had fallen down, which it was. Yeah. Well, and coming back and gra- or not leaving, but grabbing the three of them and running with them. That's uh that's pretty trustworthy. Uh, we got a couple people in the chat wing room. Uh, see sort them not to go towards the, uh, the flanked men. C- oh, die a good person. Uh, C. Soren says the rise of Dwight's truth it. checking in now. I uh, got to grab some cars. Tommy Truth in for a second. What the hell? They wait till season six for a dumb live love triangle. Fair enough. Fair fairness. Yeah. They d- they did it in season one with season Rick. One with, yep. yeah. with Rick and with Shane and stuff. 
We don't want too many of those. No. So, uh, so they kind of save the day, or Daryl saves the day. We see a walker. We hear, we hear them on the walkie-talkie, and we hear that one of the girls is not doing well. Daryl is sneaking past, but he makes some noise, and we see a guy's head uh, that's following them, and he starts to head towards them, and he ends up getting bit in the arm by a walker. And then so yeah, Daryl made that noise on purpose. Yes, oh, he, yes, he did. He shook the bush. He knew exactly what Ooh, he did. And he waited. He waited for that guy to get close enough so we wouldn't be able to, or close enough past the rock and tree so we wouldn't be able to see the walker kind of yeah. sticking out. And maybe, okay, that, the, because of the yeah. barrier, he couldn't hear it. He was making enough crunching sounds on his own. It was a little I lame guess. the way they did that. Yeah. That, that another self on that rock walker. <laughs> rocker, rock walker. Apulia says Daryl is a good guy, and Bill says Daryl fucked up by not taking the gun back after those guys left. Yeah. And Critch says Daryl thought he found new recruits for Alexandria. He was being trusting. Yep. Yeah. And, well, uh, yeah. And, Cor- and Daryl knows too. You take someone's weapon, you're basically. Really putting a rubber stamp on their death. And Corey yeah. Mitchell says Daryl is a good. Okay to die. Corey Mitchell says Daryl's a good guy. Just need a little bit more old school. Fuck these guys. Season one, two. Daryl is still in there somewhere. <laughs> he would have just uh, Merle somewhere is like you should have killed them, Daryl. <laughs> oh, Merle's rolling over. Yeah, and Merle's over so and pissed and off the way Daryl got played in the situation. So, uh, so he makes some noise. The guy gets bit by the walker. But then these guys in nice clothes. One guy's got military jeans on, military uh, pants on, and he gets bit. But they immediately, immediately, like we talk about a lot, weren't yeah. even hesitating. Cut it off! And just cut yep. it off. We'll get your we'll watch. Get they have figured that out. Which yeah. Is good. We'll get your watch later. And like they, the first thing when he said, "I've been bit," I was like, "You idiot! <laughs> you just sealed your own death." Because chances are I'm coming over and like just shooting Knife you. To the head. But luckily he was like, Knife. you know, it's on the arm. Cut it off. Yeah. So it ends, up, it ends up getting cut off and we get to see what kind of people these are to a different extent. And uh, and we see, I'm sorry, we're back in the back in there. We see the walker, oh. the walker talkie. Dar- so he immediately gets Ooh. it chopped off. Yes, Joe? Did <laughs> when did we when when they went in the prison? Okay, and we met Otto and the drunk guy that we interviewed, Phil. Yes, yes. Oh. And uh, the the other two guys, I don't remember their names. I don't remember any of their names aside from Otto. But when when that guy ran out into the yard and uh, Rick chased him down, right? And then he shut the door. Did we ever see that particular prisoner's corpse again or did we just all assume he was dead i think we all assumed he was dead i'd have to go back and watch that though i don't recall because i'm wondering what if that's him his name was wade or wayne yeah, or something i, I, don't, I, know. I don't think and, so remember i don't think because so. he saw the group cut off a leg hmm. and then someone made me think of this because they put in the chat whoever's like brings that crossbow back they're gonna be like oh shit i seen that thing that's daryl's 
if those two on the bike go back to the group or find them and kill them and take the cross. I, I personally don't think they're associated, but good, but good, good callback, though. Uh, Ronnie Clay Music says, the RPGs that Abraham found will be great to lure the zombies away from Alexandria. They can yeah. shove their RPGs up the remaining wolves' ass and send them flying over the wall. Ren says, Ouch. imagine being stuck with your ex like Abraham will be stuck until the end of time. He was, mm-hmm. And Tim says, yeah, Roker was a badass Daryl. Just sucks. <laughs> Duke Chronic says, woohoo, Dale, uh, Dale Jr. is going to win tonight. Uh, Adafan says, we assumed. Tim says, yeah, we saw him again. And Wade. Yes, Wade. So Daryl is sneaking past. He makes some noise. The guy gets caught. They, they, uh, the guy's name is Cam. That uh, his arm gets cut off. Excuse me. Dwight turns to him and says, "I thought you were with them. We fucked you over. We threatened to kill you, boil you in oil. Uh, why did and you came back to save us?" And Daryl says, "Maybe I'm stupid too." Uh, yeah, we're all just a bunch of stupids. Just a bunch of stupids. Uh, and his name was Andrew. Remember when Lori dies? So somebody. And he died after the prison set up. Uh, that's me, Joe. And uh, Adam says he died after the prison set up. Dwight and the girl were on the bike. And his name was Andrew. Remember when Lori dies? Okay, so we continue. <laughs> then we get our, in our commercial break, we get our fear, the walking dead, a little little break thing and i gotta say this is probably my favorite one so far i thought i thought it had a good tension i still think the acting and especially on the dude that's in the bathroom his wife is like really horrible when uh so we see the lights go off in the city again we hear a bang bang on the bathroom door marcus is dead and she's like are you in there honey is your acid reflex acting up again are you okay (laughs) and uh, just the way she's saying it she like talks like uh she talks like a commercial She, she just has that she talks like a commercial actress i can't Maybe it's my own problem with her, but she's just, oh, my God, he, he never drinks tea at home. Like, like she should be a spoof character on an airplane or something. So we hear the bang, bang as the guy falls down. And then uh, the, the girl runs over our girl main character and just goes, don't open the door. Don't open the door. And the guy ends. they open the door and the guy's dead and ends up falling out in the ground. And I guess my questions are the girl already knows the girl's already seen it. Is she kind of like uh one of our people that have just been reading about this on the internet already. Like, uh, what was that kid's name? I'm blanking on his name. The, the kid we saw at the school. Tobias. 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 Yeah. Is she kind of like a Tobias where she's been reading about this beforehand? And she, she and the kid both seem to know. Yeah. On the plane. Oh, Corey says he was killed in season three. He did come back and he was going to shoot Rick, but one of the other prisoners shot him, he was the guy that released all the zombies in the prison, Joe. Okay. Walk it off, Cam. Yeah, and I forgot to mention that he they also after he loses his arm, go they they yep. go to they're like walk it off, Cam. Yeah, rub some dirt. In You'll it. be fine. You'll walk be fine. it off. Rubs the watch off the arm and throw and tosses the arm aside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, you guys again. You guys in the chat always always crack me up. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, okay, Daryl never would have got punked like that. He's too soft now. Says uh, Soren in the chat chat wing room. And we have another texter that says, love the show, guys. Love you guys. I can't believe there's only two more episodes of The Walking Dead. Big Kev. Hey, guys, it's Big Kev. Just wanted to say Abraham is the man. Loose ends make my ass tingle. Mother dick out. (laughs) Big Kev, good luck. Hope hope all your draws come up royal. So, uh, 
So Bill Sotheby says, I don't think if Daryl had been walking behind them, it would have made a difference. He was pushing his bike so he couldn't use his crossbow, and the guy turned on him with a gun. Daryl couldn't stop it. And, yep. and, he, and he, he knew. <clears throat> he heard the, the hammer cock. And he was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Right away, he was like, oh, fuck. Santovia Major says, and let's not uh, first check to make sure the dead bodies are actually dead, <laughs> yeah, as Glenn yeah, would say. Yeah, before leaning over and mourning. She's yeah. a dumbass, as we're going to get back to that in a second. So we go back initially to Sasha and Abraham. Abraham's waking up the next morning. He's looking around. He smiles and sees a walker impaled on a fence. And he's outside and he's walking towards it. And the damn thing, uh, again, the, the walker on the that's that's impaled on the thing is still trying to eat him. Got to respect that. So he goes over to a truck that he sees, and he opens a truck, and he ends up seeing some rockets for, like, a rocket launcher. And he says, howdy, gentlemen. And he finds eight, eight or nine cigars as well. So he goes over to the walker, and he sees hanging on the impaled end is the launcher part of it. Because I think he just found the missiles themselves. The launcher's mm-hmm. actually on hanging on the edge. I uh, There was yeah, one missile yeah. in the launcher when it was hanging off the guy's shoulder. Right. but And, and I think the case where he found the cigars in the truck or whatever had more munitions, munitions, maybe more RPGs, maybe more bullets and guns. Oh, they find the mother load. Apulio, we'll get to that in a second. Mother dick load. Mother dick load. We'll get to that in a second when we talk about uh, what what was up with those packaged dead bodies. We'll we'll talk about that in a second. Hex maniac. Exactly what that was. Hex maniac. I'm looking. ah, Yeah. Hex, hold on to it for a second, Joe. Hex Maniac says she was stupid, but when it's someone close to you, you personally don't always think. Al says Phil and Joe, shouldn't he have bled out more after having part of his arm cut off? Uh, Maybe they burned him real quick or they probably brought the the tourniquet. tourniquet, You saw him wrapping a belt around his arm. Yeah. Like there Before should there would have been blood, but they took measures, and hopefully they did cauterize it. <laughs> Richie says, or soon, yeah. Richie says, use the fucking knife, Abe. <laughs> the case had three more, I think. I wonder how that guy got on the fence. Good question. He probably car yeah. accident got thrown from the car. That's the possibly maybe, while toting the RPG. Landed on the fence post, and the fence fell over the edge. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was thinking of some joke. The back of the pickup truck he was riding in when they got ah, to an accident. The kids that got thrown into sense. the fence that guards people yes. from jumping off the bridge into the highway or whatever is below and impaled him and he fell over the side. Kids, this is why it's always important not to be a fence dweller. Always make your decisions. Don't sit on either side of the fence. So, uh, so we get... So this is the scene that we talked about a lot uh, leading up to this. He goes over to the walker and sees the gun on the fence or see the rocket launcher on the fence, uh, the, the RPG, and he goes face to face with the walker. He's trying to get the weapon back and it just we kind of go to that silent thing to make it seem like he's about to get bit and he gets into this like, kind of like wrestling match and the hands are scratching him and he's just like face to face and it's uh, and then he eventually leads up to like having a... Yeah, having a screaming match back and forth with the walker. And then he he kill the walker. Someone said in the chat a second ago, Abraham, knife, motherfucker. Right. You know, like that's all I was saying. Like he climbed out there. Why didn't he have a like easy, you pike it and you grab the shit and go. 
Yeah, easy peasy, beautiful cover girl there. And he ends up breaking <laughs> he ends up breaking down and realizing, uh, what the fuck am I doing? And he leaves the weapon and he goes over and gets a cigar and he lights it. And then we hear a little metal thing. We hear and life takes care of itself. Exactly. And the body kind of uh, falls through the the impaled thing. The uh, the zombie's body shakes itself off the shakes itself off. The off. And falls down, and he kind of looks down, like what, like Roadrunner looking at Wiley e. Coyote falling yeah, you down. Hear a smush too. Splat. <laughs> Red says it's kind of like a, 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 a an epiphany moment for him. He sees like he, the wind starts blowing. <laughs> he has that kind of small breakdown. The, then the wind starts blowing. He's starting to shake, and you know it's just this like I understand what Sasha's kind of saying now. There's no like. No need to, you know, I don't know. Just, I don't we know. Jump, <laughs> jump in the chat for a second. Ren says, I kept thinking he was a goner. Why didn't Abraham bring 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 back the Hummer? And Ren also says, Joe, you could write this stuff. <laughs> Grimvid <laughs> says, I'm West Coast and normally watch you guys in the after show. Tonight, I felt like pre-gaming a bit. 13 minutes till I can watch it for yourself. Good fucking Ooh. episode. I think you're going to have a good time with tonight. A lot of good Daryl and Abraham awesomeness and i don't know if i could write this shit but i could definitely rewrite this shit after edit. reading it like edit this shit like oh my goodness we have someone in uh uh keys kit enjoying the review guys episode hasn't aired here in alaska yet holy shit alaska, alaska. awesome Woo! welcome from alaska uh and soren says i hope everyone on the plane dies to talk about the fear of the walking dead thing but someone will have fate worse than death and end up on fear of the walking dead <laughs> That's tragic. And Soren also tragic. says, Abraham is the type of guy who comes home after a bad day and kicks his dog. Oh, Abraham. Oh, Abraham. No, oh. he doesn't. Oh. Corey Mitchell says, Whoa. <laughs> that, whoa. Oh. And well, she was running away, hiding from him. And Perry Love says, He's the very model. He's the very model mother of a model mother general. <laughs> <laughs> to go keep going with the Star Trek stuff. Corey Mitchell says, even if they were friendly and agreed to join Alexandria, is it really the best time to bring those people back considering that they've heard gunshots from there and the hordes of zombie walkers? I mean, maybe it is in the sense to more manpower. to more bring more manpower back. Exactly. People who know what it means to survive and to have to survive in this world. These people should not be shell-shocked anymore. They need They're good people to bring back yeah. if they are um honest. They're not good people to bring back anymore. Oops. I was all I was on board with Daryl, but here's the thing: we had uh, Aaron learn his lesson about bringing people back. Well, that's bound to happen. And I mean, you can't. Everyone you trust doesn't end up actually being trustworthy. Yep. That's life. You can't avoid that. Yeah, that's true. You just have that's to as try true. to survive it and get through it. And that's as true it. in the world we live in now as the world of the zombie apocalypse. Yep. Yeah. yep. So, so yeah, and then he ends up taking the cigar and light it, and we see the metal thing slide down, and he falls, and Abraham watches it and sees it, and kind of just has one of those moments that things are kind of going my way today. With this is my lucky day. Things are happening that they're supposed to happen. So he comes home to Sasha and Harry the zombie and she's like, where'd you go? What'd you do? And he goes, look at the fruit of some uh, off the chart stupidity. Grade, <laughs> grade A butt steak or something he says. I think grade A. Yeah, something about bum steak. Yeah, grade A ass steak or butt steak. And he's got a ton of good, good stuff. And... <laughs> 
And wait, uh, okay, I skipped Talking Dead for Phil, Joe, and Katie Krupp. Thank you, Duke Chronic. Thank you, DVR works for that. I'm going to watch it after this show. <laughs> On demand for me. On demand. So, so uh, grade A ass steak. And he's got a ton of goods. And he says, I know the group. I know we've got AC and walls and the table set for the rest of my life. I want it to be long and fruitful. I just have the urge to make plays. Excuse me. And do things until shit's going to happen and I'm eventually going to die. But it isn't occurred to me that I, w- that I would like to live. And he says, I like how you call bullshit on me. And I'd really like to get to know. Bullshit on on everybody. Yeah. It was one of the things. He really likes about her. And party, she called bullshit on all of them. Yep. And she's honest. What was that, Katie? She's honest. She's honest. And and it feels like that's a good callback to the episode where you see Abraham watch her freak out at everyone and kind of smile. He smiles. He he finds it. He he actually loves it. He's like, okay. Because everybody, all of them in the group were thinking it. And none of them really wanted to to say it, and she did. Yeah. Welcome, our good buddy Michael Olavello. Welcome to the chat, buddy. And uh, and so he goes basically the table set for the rest of my life. It hasn't occurred to me I want to live. And he says I'd really like to know you a lot better. And she goes, "Is that one of your plays?" <laughs> yep. And, yeah. she, and she says, "Why would you think I would want that?" And he says, "He says uh, <laughs> a man can tell." And she smiles and gets a giddy. A man can tell. Yeah, as uh, Ren and I were talking about, it's the official pickup line from the Faceless Men. A man can tell. <laughs> a man can tell such things about a girl. Yeah, a man can tell such things about a girl. <laughs> about a girl. So he was paraphrasing it. But uh, but it, it worked out for him, and she smiles and gets a little giddy. And uh, she says, but you got some shit to take care of first, yes, man. I now, do. is it his sanity, or is she talking also no, about, she's talking no, about Rosita. Rosita, right? Yeah, she's, Absolutely. She's, Make sure that shit's done before you come barking up this tree. Yep. yep. No. Rosita could be fucking crazy. I don't want to get in on that. Exactly. And yes. I have to say, I am kind of. That shit will cut a bit. If we're playing this game. And I, I got to say, though, if I got to say the one thing I feel weird about this season, and it's so superficial, but it's worth mentioning, that I'm a little bummed out about how the, and I know I shouldn't even be talking about it, is how the couple shit's playing out. I wish it was Rick and Michonne, and I like, I like, uh, I like him with Rosita. I think, I think they have a good balance, and I like their relationship. So well, it's, his, his, I'm, his, te- his, I'm team, Ro- I'm team Rosita here, if, for whatever that's worth. I'm, I'm team Rosita. I'm team Rosita, too. And I like the coupling between Abraham and Sasha, though. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm very much okay with that. Um, and I will be okay if Rick decides, hopefully, forget about this blonde <laughs> chick and hook up with either Rosie or... <laughs> Ada fan uh, says... Really? Th- Adafan says, Adafan says originally, Adafan says original officially uh, three way confirmed. <laughs> and Adafan, I do have to ask you, uh, qu- just in the quick word, M, uh, is Into the Badlands good? Like I can't wait to watch it. It's 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 waiting on my DVR very excitedly to watch it. Was uh, it? Was yeah, it? No, I like when I saw that it was on right after The Walking Dead. I was kind of bummed that I. <laughs> Almost kind of bummed. Yeah, that we had to do. I the wasn't show, yeah. really bummed because I love this. Like this takes priority. I love how this is. I look forward to this every week. I look forward to that chat room every week. So, you know, I was a little. I was almost bummed. But, and ha- you know, it's on at one fifty-five yeah. in a minute, 
and we're not going to be done, but oh well, and we'll and, catch it on demand. And Hex Maniac says, uh, too much pairing crap. Not everyone needs to be paired. I, I, t- yeah. I, I agree with that, especially in a show like The Walking Dead. We don't need to have tons yes. of relationships. But I think sure. I think if we're not going to have... But I think That's just sh- human. That shit happens. No right. matter what. People are horny. People want to fuck. People need comfort. People want to cuddle. People need emotion. They need to feel wanted and needed by someone Ugh. special. Annoying. You know, and yeah, as annoying as <laughs> all that Ryan is, asked... Human- we, we've got, we've got the important questions going on in the chat right now. Brian, does this mean Rosita's available? Rosita on the re- <laughs> Perry says Rosita on the rebound. Who will she Ooh, bounce Rosita on? And Carl. Whoa! Carl. No. Yeah, oh. ma- make him a man. Make him she a man. Definitely older than you. Would that be okay? Would that be okay, Terry Chan? Would that be a good? Uh, would that be good for Carl if he? Uh, no. You got a little Rosita. I think that would be no. good. Good for him. Good no. for that boy. Why is not Rosita and Gabriel? Oh, that's never happening. That's never happened. And guys, with Into the Badlands, I may be doing something on that on a different channel with a good friend of mine. I'll keep you guys posted on that. So anyway, so we go back on on Daryl, and he says, uh, you know who those dudes were. You thought we were one of them. Or you thought I was one of them. To, mm-hmm. What's he, been stopping you all this time, Perry? And... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eugene might be get may, might get lucky. Do you need permission for that? Uh, yeah, no. Like, That's I mean, what you're I supposed to do when she's taken. Oh, Tara Chan thinks it's gross, them. Carl and Rosita. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry. He's yours. He's yours. He's yours. So back in on Daryl, he says, he says, you know those dudes. You were one. Uh, you thought I was one of them. Yeah, and we've been there the whole time. This is a big place. He said eventually, he talks about this. We've been at this location the whole time. It was a big place. We didn't meet everybody there. He says eventually people got scared, things got worse, and then human nature kicked in and a truly unique shit show uh, stepped up. Someone seized power. That's what that means. People trade anything for for the safety for safety of the walls, the girl says. And Daryl says there's no true safety. And, and he says very smartly, Dwight says, you can promise anything to people that want to hear it, that want to mm-hmm. listen. So Tina, oh, yeah. Tina eventually runs off to find two folks uh, that she used to know, uh, Car- Carol and Joey. I think there was their names. They used to. It looks like that they were buried under some plastic sealed or something like that. Yeah, like they were hermetically okay, sealed. Okay, this was yeah. Uh, here you go, Joe. Greenhouse. This was a greenhouse, and the fire that started melted the glass on top of two people that may have been sleeping or hiding. So when the glass finally melted from the fire, it created a sheet just over over them somehow. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. From the, the See what I wonder. Like, what I wonder is Dwight said, and, and that's what happened when the when I they came it. alive, yeah. they started moving and they were able to break the glass. Yeah, and or and or the the you know her falling onto it as well, or yeah. maybe stepping near it also helped to break the glass. But I that's, totally missed that. That's what it was. Seconds. It looked it looked like plastic, and at first I was like, "Why is all this plastic all and over?" And then I How thought they, Dwight said he wrapped. Did something happen to yeah, like, it like the sleeping bag or something? Them. Right. And then uh, and then they panned up, and you kind of saw the framework to the house they were in a little better, and that was definitely greenhouse panels, I think, oh, or a glass okay. roof that had melted on top of them. Interesting. I missed that too. The whole Oh, there was still a frame. Oh, okay, because no, wait, Joe, because to back up your point, when Dwight says, I did this, they meant when he said he burned the, the place fire. down, the fire. Okay, yeah. I thought when, oh, he, okay. when he initially said, I did this, I thought he was saying he wrapped them up in plastic. Yeah, okay. me too. Weird. 
So yeah, good, th- okay. good, jo- good job on that, Joe. Thank, Thank you. you. So Dwight says, I did this. And she says, we did this as they pay their respects. Mm-hmm. And just as mm-hmm. one of them, Tina Gina, is hugging one of the walkers, like an, I mean, one of the dead corpses that's head has not been stabbed in, for whatever reason, Ooh. thinks it's okay to hug a corpse. And yeah, hugging the corpse. And Tina is ripped into bit right in the neck. And she says, we're sorry, we're so sorry, awfully sorry, we're awfully sorry, so sorry. And they dig a grave and she dies. Daryl helps dig the grave and Daryl asks them the three questions. How many walkers did you kill? And he goes, what? Just answer. He says, I don't know, a couple dozen, a couple, maybe more. How many people? None. Why? Why I haven't killed anybody? Because I didn't think there'd be any going back from killing an actual person. Daryl says, I'm from a place where people are living, where people still cherish life, ultimately, is what he says to paraphrase it. He says, you're coming with me, as uh, Dwight digs. Do you think, again, we talked about this a little bit before, Joe, Katie, but do you guys think that it was was premature of Daryl to do this? No. I don't. No? How about you, Joe? I think they these people these two were on the fence kind of, but they're more comfortable with the evil they know than the potential evil they don't. I mean, and this is this is his job, right? Yeah. This is what he does for the town. So he's come across some people that uh that that he <clears throat> thinks are good. They didn't kill him. They were trying to save the girl. They were talking about running away from bad things and not wanting to go back. Mm. They're um, basically good and they, just trying to survive. And they seem that way to him. Yeah. So he asked them the question, this is the time you wanted to. I don't think it's premature at all because mm-hmm. you want to know if you even want to get them anywhere close to your bike. And he has you to go want, back. Right. Yeah. And he has to eventually go back. So are they going to let you just walk away? Or are they going to, you know, are they going to follow you anyway? <laughs> Hex maniac. You have to work it out. And then like either ask them or not. Tell them or not. Hexmaniac. Once once Abe sees Rosita again, he'll be like, what the fuck was I thinking? Daryl says, uh, so we're going to meet up with my friends. They've got a car. Dwight says, where are your friends? You know, how, how, how do you know you're going to find them? And he seems concerned or he seems very probing yeah. in this situation. And he says, uh, he says, uh, oh, there's only two of them. I've got to find them. I don't know exactly where they are. And Daryl gives a lot of information right away because he trusts these people now. And Daryl, when he trusts you, he'll open you up right away. Open you up. He'll, he opens up to you right away. Mm-hmm. And they immediately go, fuck it, to themselves. They, they get, get back and forth eye contact. Like, we're banking on this guy. This guy that doesn't even know where his friends are, like, come on. And as Joe was saying, yeah. oh, he's gonna find his way back. Yeah, right. this guy, come on, this guy that that's an idiot enough to come back for us. Like, mm-hmm. like, who's this idiot? This superhero, this guy that thinks he's a su- that's suffering from superhero uh, complex going I, on. I agree with Adafin. If the girl didn't die, they most likely they would have all gone. Down yes, to Alexander yeah. It Darryl. seemed like she was the whole purpose that they were running away. And now, what the fuck do they have to fight for? Mm. Or, or I think they were just like, you know what? We'll be better on our own. We saw our one place already crumble, like, uh, to the dictatorship or whatnot. You know, let's just get the fuck out of here. We have a vehicle. Let's do it. Perry Love says, that was a special tribute walker artist, Bernie Rice, right, right, Stington on tonight's, I think. Wrightson? Wrightson? On tonight's... Wrightson? Wrightson. Is this an episode of Breaking Bad we're Brandy talking about? Wrightson here? It was the moss-covered uh, one that Daryl shot at in the last moment. Yeah, that was a beautiful one. It really it was. was. Uh, like, one of the Walker designers. Oh, okay. Why was that a tribute to him? Maybe he passed? But I'm sure this information is coming from uh, coming from Talking, Talking Dead 
at this point. It's yeah. on, it, I believe the Talking Dead started at 11 tonight, so some of the information is probably coming from Talking Dead. So let's continue on. They pull the gun on him, and they say, give me the crossbow. And once he finds out that there's just two guys or whatever, so he shoots the gun right next to him to show he's serious. And Daryl's like, should I kneel? What the fuck? You know? And then the girl takes his bow, not knowing, don't fucking take Daryl's bow. And he hands the girl the gun to hold the gun on Daryl as he takes his bike. And they conned him. They give him a few bandages and they say, sorry. And they just roll out of there. Yep. So he takes the statue thing out that he got, and he's like, "The fuck! What the fuck did I just?" I, it's like like Mickey and the bean beanstalk. He's coming home with the beans. I've got beans. He's just he's like, "I lost my crossbow. What the fuck do I have here?" So he's left weapon weaponless except for his knife, walking through the woods, and he kind of finds a bunker or a gas tank that has the initials AA on it, and he sees a gas mask on the ground. It looks like was it a gas mask? That it what it looked. It looked Looked kind of like well, a gas mask. He came back around. Event. I don't know if this is the part. He came back around to the original place he dumped on his bike. Mm. Right. Like yeah. So after they they, yeah, this they is the part. drove off, he followed his tracks back to where he fell off the bike, and there was the guy in the helmet that was next to him. Oh, okay. Right. So that was yeah. just that again. Okay. I'm sorry. I missed that. So he, you know, he's a tracker. So and they bring that up earlier when Sasha yeah. says it. You don't uh, have to track the tracker. tracker. You just stay still and they come find you. Yeah. So what Daryl's doing, he's tracking his way back to go back to where he last saw them. And then he will go find the car and then he will go find them. Good, good, so, good point. Mm -hmm. uh, so and then when he gets and then when he's standing there looking over the body, he sees something strange in the dirt. And it turns out to be a sign for the oil company that they were at earlier when they were looking for Patty. That says Pat that, that says Patty on it. It's, right. And then he kind of just looks up and he sees brush that looks like something's hidden behind it or it just doesn't look like yeah, it's, it's part of natural. the natural landscape. It definitely looks off and it's kind of right where the path of this road is kind of leading. And he's like, hmm, I wonder. And that's where we see Patty's license plate for, dun, the, dun, dun. for the oil truck. Yep. For the oil truck. I wonder truck. if it's full. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. <laughs> that that's good. That might come back at the end of the season for a big explosion. Because I'm wondering if that truck didn't drive there after the fire had mm. happened. Mm -hmm. So then, the second wave maybe, or just the, whoever was still back at, or they had left the truck there, and then somebody decided <laughs> to try to come, came across it, was like, oh shit, a full oil truck that they were going to go back for. Now, and, Tim Tim wants to know, uh, wait, that he saw a gas mask. Now, was it with or without the bong attachment? I think it was with. <laughs> so, so Abraham... It comes another way. It comes another what? way. Wait, there's another kind of gas mask? Mm -hmm. So Abraham takes the military... So we cut back over to Abraham, who takes the military jacket, and he starts wearing it now as they hear... Or I'm, I forgot it's to mention... Nicely. I forgot to, I forgot to mention... I forgot she to mention kinda, that... She kind of feels like... Oh, sorry, Phil. I forgot to mention that Daryl opens the truck and kills the walker in the truck with yeah. a knife in his head the way that Abraham should have earlier in the episode. Yeah. The walker on the So then Abraham takes the military jacket, and as Joe was saying, the jacket fits perfectly. And but Sasha is very off-put by that. He she looks awkward. Like looks past him at the guy in the in the glass and is like, oh, man, you're wearing a dead guy's coat. 
Yeah. <laughs> like kind of feels like is what she's thinking for half a second. Oh, either that or that he looks kind of silly. I, yes. yes. So Abraham takes the military jacket and how is this nothing as they hear a truck outside and they both smile as they look outside and notice that it's Daryl. So they both drive off, drive off in the truck and Abraham with his new look and he's looking in the rearview mirror and kind of just smiles and Daryl's on the radio calling and we hear static. The, well, he's looking behind him. I, I got the feeling he was looking behind him in the mirror. At the fact that there were weren't no walkers, yeah, walkers yeah. but there weren't that no walkers was following him for the last twenty miles. It's mm-hmm. clear there's nothing. There's just nice scenery to symbolize. It looks like he's to, almost going to go to sleep. It's to that symbolize was- that he's through his madness, quote unquote. I think this was the the point where you're like, okay, he's okay now, and yeah. and it was supposed to symbolize the the past is behind him. He's moving on, all yes. that sort of shit. Mm-hmm. So let's get to the big thing at the end here. Daryl is on the radio calling for Rick. Nothing, nothing, static, static, nothing, nothing, nothing. Till we finally hear a voice say, help. Now, we talked about this earlier in the episode. Let's get to it right now. Who says help, Joe? Who do you think it was help? And then we'll go oh, to and then we'll go to okay. Katie and then I'll I'll say mine. I'm I'm on the fence here. When I first heard it, I thought it was Rick's voice. And maybe that's because they had put it in my head that they were trying to get in touch with Rick and they mm-hmm. were saying his name. Then I dismissed that and thought, oh, my God, was it was it Glenn? Mm. And then, like I said earlier, I had the third thought of them having said we heard them at some point when just before Daryl takes off on his bike after he wipes the first time. I think we hear them say it or it was after the three of them had ran and hid behind the or the four of them and hid behind the little brush wall that was oddly just in the forest. <laughs> so let's, so let's, and, and, and we heard someone say, you know, change, change frequencies on our radios, use the other band. Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. You were, so, you were talking about that earlier as well. So, so you th- might've been them. You might've been then. Oh, let's hop in the chat room and then we'll go to Katie. Uh, Bill says, Daryl should have booby trapped the crossbow, like uh like blade sword handle to what have the crossbow didn't look or good. Kill switch or booby trapped his bike. And yeah. let's just jump in the chat for one more second. Do chronic Richie scout, Bill scout, hex, uh, Scout, do cry. Oh wait, most people are saying Glenn, Glenn, Glenn. Glenn. Scout says, "Please be Glenn." Or Hex says, "What do you think?" Well, there's only two episodes. Wait, one left. second. Hex says, "Spoiled already." Nicholas, never mind. Glenn, <laughs> or, <laughs> Glenn, or could it be the <laughs> Nicholas goes, the girl, Ge- uh, genetic background ca- guy number three. Michael Maury. says, "I think it was Glenn," but there's a report saying that uh, Redis that it's not Glenn. But I don't know the validity of the website reporting it. They didn't give a source of the interview. Okay, so before. I give mine, which again I kind of hinted at earlier. Katie, who do you think it is? I think it's Glenn. You think it's Glenn? The only I can't think of anyone else who would be reasonable unless it's a new character. And for me, my thing is similar to what a couple of people in the chat and what Joe just kind of hinted at. With two episodes left, we need to get some closure on the Glenn situation. They're not yeah. going to make us wait until the next season, one way or another. I think, I think for whatever it's worth, even though this might not make exact sense, I think. What I was saying earlier, I'll say it again, that I think it is – I don't think it's specifically Glenn, but I think it's someone that – that has Glenn's walkie-talkie, that Glenn's in trouble, something happened to Glenn, he's hurt, he's injured, well, something like that. I gotta, and I got to imagine these things have range, and if yeah. we remember – Glenn's about 20 miles away. Mm-hmm. 
right? They they hit the magic. I don't think. I don't honestly, so. Joe. I think that's using too much logic into the equation. I think. Mm. I think that's not really. Oh no, be because no, no, no. You're right. They aren't necessarily 20 miles away. They've been driving and driving. They'd already picked up Abraham. Yeah. They were on the road for God knows how fucking yeah. long. So, no, they could have been within a few miles. Terrachan, yes. That's who I think it is. I think that person that you mentioned in the chat, because I just don't want to say it out loud, that person saved Glenn somehow. He's somewhat conscious, uh-huh. somewhat not conscious, and this person is calling Glenn's friends out for mm-hmm. Glenn, who can barely talk right now, and saying, call my friends for help. Call my friends for help. The wolf people. I, I don't think I it's mean- the wolf people. I don't think it's the wolf people. Jesus Christ Almighty, I don't know who it could be. But what, they Katie? can still kill Glenn off too. I hope they do. I, I hate like a lie, Katie. They, I hope they do. This call for help so he can like be seen dying. No. And and at risk of spoilers, three, two, one. I kind of don't want them to take away any like certain storylines. I would love to see them follow from the books. The books. Like in mm. in certain things, the way some things end up and finalized. Yeah, don't speak of them exactly, but I know what right, you're saying. I'm trying not to, but like <laughs> I want to, I, I, I want to actually see that. Now, Joe, a- now Joe, just to be clear, and anyone that hasn't watched it, I'll put the link in the description box below. In my season predictions for who I think is going to die, I kind of answered that question about I think we're going to see that, but with someone else. So, mm-hmm. uh, so let's just leave it at leave that at that. I do think yes, Terra Chan. I have seen that as well. That's part of what's leading me to believe that and I don't want to talk about that too much but the spoilers are out there if you want to look and find them. I do think that it is somebody calling for Glenn but it isn't Glenn specifically. I think it's a new character that we're going to be introduced to. I, that's 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 where I'll leave that. Yes. I think Jesus loves twice. little I think Jesus loves little children. Red Sox fan Joe and Phil, where do the walkers all go if if they're heading back? That is a good question. Where did that giant group of walkers go that they were leading them? They, they were, took a left down a different route. So, and then you got to remember that they they ended up, so they were, they had taken the left, they had punched it and got away from the walkers, then took a left down Route 160, I believe it was. And then they got scattered at that little town when they got shot at. Mm-hmm. Daryl ends up mm-hmm. in one direction. So, and Sasha and Abraham end up in another. When they meet up, who the fuck knows what route they decided to take to get back. Maybe they decided <sighs> they can't go back down or maybe they decided they were already past what they had been ambushed at <laughs> around a different way. But Sorry. It's, it's, Sorry, Joe, I'm laughing. In the path of the, I wasn't like, laughing yeah, at what you were saying. I was laughing at the chat room. This is hilarious stuff. The Jesus loves little Glenn Glenn. Ren says he was surrounded by so many walkers. How could he survive? Uh, Jesus saves, but Rick Grime withdraws. Ronda Rossi asking for help somewhere. Uh, <laughs> kick that. Kick her in the head. I don't know. It looked to me like she got her bra pulled. <laughs> yanked to the ground by her, her so, gear. No, no, she got a left kick to the side of the head. That was after she got up, right after she got up from being ripped to the I ground. don't want to talk about the Ronda Rousey fight. So This is an actual thing? Yes. Yes, oh, yes. Okay. but uh, but to just to just to cap it off here, I think that I think that what Katie was saying is true as well and what I still have I hate to say this because I know how many people love Glenn. I still have hopes that maybe the show will like will 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 allow me to gain regain faith in it and not and actually kill Glenn because mm-hmm. when it really comes down to it Glenn being alive is something that's going to I know it's happening but it's going to kind of piss me off when he's finally when we find out he's alive you see we here's the thing we're all assuming that it's been all this time all this time that that uh 
Glenn's been under those walkers or or whatnot. But like, literally, as soon as he fell and screamed, people could have happened upon him. Right. No, I mean, I understand that's. I understand it's plausible, but I think it was such a great setup, such a great way for the episode to end with him talking to Rick and the dumbass stuff. I think you need to kill main characters on the show as hard as it is to say goodbye to the people we love on this show. Yes, it, I, agree. I think you need to kill main characters, and if you fall into yes, this yes. this heroes are lo- are lost or some of these other shows traps where mm-hmm. you feel like you can't kill an awesome character because you know Silas should have died at the end of Heroes and not continuously gone. Game of Thrones taught us all a big lesson about. Valuable, yeah. Sometimes it sucks to lose the characters, but you need to lose them. And I think they set up a really good way of Glenn dying to de-ball it by saying uh, someone showed up right at the exact right second at the exact right time Mm -hmm. to save his ass. Just... Or he he could crawl under the thing because the body was protecting him. It's stretching it a little bit. It's trying yeah. to. It's too many explanations. The, the the plausible thing is that he would get eaten in That's that situation. That's why we have to see it. Whatever it is that they do to keep Glenn alive. I know it's horrible. Him, we have to see it there as has viewers. To be some closure. There yeah. can't be like a oh he's. He, we just find oh they can they could do like an oh they find his body or his hat ripped up or whatever yeah. you know but. Uh, we need to be able to if he if he has, has escaped it, we need to see it moment for moment yeah. that after be, he fell into that walker. Or I'm going to be extremely upset. Right? They and can't won't believe any explanation. They can't Rick Grimes it. They can't do it like they did with Rick a couple episodes they, ago, right, where he the, just yeah. magically Obviously, is okay. He, he had enough time; he could have run out and and tried to stay ahead of him and managed to do so. We need to see the exact moment afterwards to be acceptable for yeah, it. Yeah. For whatever Absolutely. it's worth, though, it's not that I don't want Glenn to come back. I love the fucking character, yeah. and I think. I think it could just be it could be as effective. And again, if you go to stuff I was saying in the preseason, it could be just as effective if someone like Daryl went or or one of the other mm-hmm. big ones. The ones I don't want to see to go anywhere is Carol or Rick or oh, yeah. or, or 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 Glenn for some because I think Glenn there's a lot. Carol, I don't want to see. Or Abraham and uh, Red asks. Everybody's got their somebody for sure. Red asks, or die though. That's the way it is. No matter how wise and how strong you are, you die. Let's jump in the chat for a second here. Drew Cronk says they never said Glenn died. Glenn fell off a dumpster. Terry Chan says that's what they're going to go for. Give certain characters death to a fan favorite. I think Terry Chan and I are thinking about the same thing. Uh, Mm. Glenn has to survive to get home. Glenn said I have to get to Maggie. Uh, Red team says there may be closure for Glenn. We'll be seeing him as a zombie. That's what I'm. Oh, what I was so saying about I that know. is well, that's what I really hope happens. That all this extra time that you spent on set, they're using this time to kind of pull the wool over everyone's eyes. And because he was on set, and they knew people were taking pictures of that, they're using him to film flashback stuff, to film maybe Maggie going crazy and seeing Glenn. Him, make him make him when he's in public walk around with uh, right, but like, but actually, code having him be a zombie. I'd love to see them do pull something like that off where everyone thinks now that Glenn is definitely alive and they end up having him just be in flashbacks or be in in, in zombie form. And uh, Red says, also Glenn was spotted on set. Someone took a picture of him with a new character, also Carl with bandages over his left eye. And you can actually find that there's a great group on Facebook if people are on Facebook uh, called the Spoiling Dead Fans. And if you ever want, if you're interested in spoilers or interested in one of the best spoiling kind of Walking Dead stuff, uh, check that page out. It's also a website and they do uh, a lot of really good work. They show all the pictures and and all of that. Do some uh, write-ups before the episode if you're curious. Q&A and and for some of the pre-press stuff it's a it's a pretty good spoiler organization that does some good work 
Yeah, if the show's smart, though, that's, like, part of what they're paying the actors for. Mm-hmm. Just be there for a while after, to, like, during these things. Or, oh, disappear from the set I mean, for a while. I don't <laughs> want to talk too much about that other show. But if part of this person being on set, if, if, a, if a movie or somebody ever knew the people were watching and faked it out, like, wasted money just to fake out people, like, shot mm-hmm. fake scenes that weren't ever actually going to be in the show, like, they weren't running the cameras, like, the cameras weren't actually on they just know people are watching and they gotta fake people out i want to see a show do that especially now whether it's that other show or whether it's this show i want to see them play with the fact that they know assholes are sitting in the woods watching and taking pictures and like totally mess them over with that because Mm -hmm. it's it's a big thing that happens now close set so there are those assholes in the woods. There yeah. are. They just hide in the woods. You can see. Yeah, I know you. I know Joe. You don't look at that they stuff. Can get by them. I know you don't look at this stuff, Joe. But they like, especially with Game of Thrones, this next coming season. There's so much stuff. This guy, guys hiding in the hills in the middle of nowhere with mm-hmm. like close up, like close up angle lenses, like focusing in on what's happening just to get one one little scene of like oh my god x is fighting y right here and they're doing and there's people that do the same thing with the walking dead we talked to one of them on when we went to the walker stalker con that guy we talked to outside it's like yeah people are always around they yeah he runs uh he runs uh bar crawls in the local area of filming area for the walking dead for fans that have come to to see the sets and see the see the areas that they were filming he uh he'll take fans out you know for a fee and like show them around the town one night and supposed to be like a walking dead bar crawl or some shit oh yeah that was really fun stuff i actually he invited us on and stuff we ever came down there uh tim says well it'd be fine if glenn died just uh just as long as it gets fucking answered i agree apulia says glenn returns to maggie as a zombie red says i think jj abrams does that i think he did that for star trek fake a scene because he knew people would be using drones to see i think it's a really cool idea to do that i want to say christopher nolan did that occasion with some of his movies as well I kind of like that mystery because I like being surprised and it's becoming harder and harder on these things because I've, I'm simultaneously, simultaneously two things. Like I'm somebody that don't show me where the wrapped present is because I'm going to unwrap that shit and then rewrap it just to see what I'm going to get. But I still like to be surprised. I want you to surprise me, but I don't want you to make it easy for me because if the shit's out there, I'm going to find it and read it. Absolutely. Like, I, I have no self-control. I don't. Mm-hmm. When those episodes got leaked for Game of Thrones last season, the four episodes, I'm like, I must watch them. Every week I'm looking for spoilers for whatever show. I'm like, I want to know. I need to find them. And I want to not find them and be surprised. But if I find them, I have to consume them. So there's only there's only one show that I was ever really into that I hunted spoilers for. Was, was it The Sopranos? Nope. Which show? Uh, the, the, uh, Babylon? Babylon Five. Yep. If for anyone, in, for anyone in the audio cast, Joe is not. I used to print up like, uh, like big like synopsises of episodes <clears> and shit. <throat> like I was really into like getting anything I could from that. Every oh, have a good night, Terra Chan. We're wrapping. We're having a. We're wrapping up anyway. We're just doing kind of like a long wrap up. Apulia says, "Go, oh, good night." Red Sox fan says, "Joe and Phil and Katie, have you read the Walking Dead book series?" I have not I read the full first compendium, but I haven't read past that. Yeah, I haven't read I haven't the full thing too, true. but I have. Yeah. Uh, I have. So, I have read some some ups or some wiki articles on mm-hmm. to, to kind of catch myself up with some stuff, but I've really only read uh, read up and books eleven and twelve. Like the first, like the first big, uh, the multi book that has all the stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Duke Rock says, uh, we've seen that there's something called Outpost. Bill says, I'd like to have a drink in the bar set from season two episode in Nebraska. That was one of the favorite episodes. Is that the one where Rick ends up killing the two guys in the bar? I believe that's that, that episode. That sounds like it. Major reason was because they used the clutch song, The Regulator, at the end of it. I was the same way with Stargate SG-1, Joe. I loved that show. That show was so good. It was a really good show, SG-1. So I guess oh we have a voicemail I guess I didn't see that we uh, I didn't see that we had a call so let's uh let's let's uh, call the let's play our voicemail here seek it nice yeah I agree with Joe I really do believe the only way that we could um, it could be plausible for us to believe that Gwen survived is if we like see like a first person view of what happened Gwen like the body falling on him like the walkers being distracted and him like crawling under or or whatever. Mm. So, yeah, I think that's the only possible way that we, they can get the viewers to believe that he survived. Absolutely. Great yeah. g- great call, Drew, from Texas. From uh, yeah. Colin from Texas. Welcome, another Texas friend. Yes. With our good friend uh, good friend of the show, Ren Renwood, is also a, f- a fellow Texan person. Uh, Tara Chin says, just came back to say, I found the interview with Norman Reedus. He's very sketchy, though. Makes me think Phil's right. Mm. Uh, good night for good night for real now, I swear. Yeah, good night. <laughs> you have to get up in the morning, young lady. Go to bed. And uh, sweet, dreams. sweet dreams, my friend. And sweet dreams, everybody. That's a good point to say. 99. Oh, it's time to go. Good night, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into this recap. We'd like to thank everyone in the chat. Thank all of our friends. Thank Hex, Farcloud, Far just dropped in to say hello. Good night, everyone. Terrachan, Apulia, uh, C Kit, Red Sox fan, all of our friends. Carmine for Red Team Review. Thank you so much for always popping in to say hi, buddy. We really appreciate it. And if you haven't already, definitely check out Carmine's channel. Everybody. Thank you so much. And if you have any questions, you can always email me at igotissuesman at gmail.com. You can tweet me at igotissuesman. Tweet Joe at Dirty Locks. Find Katie on uh, Google Plus at Cat Who. Cat Who. You can subscribe to our gaming channel, Dirty Issues Gaming. Also, check out Brohawk Riley, one of my good friends. You can find the description, find that in the channel section, my suggested channels. Check out his stuff. He's doing some great stuff, content every single day. And I might pop up from time to time on his channel and some of my older uh, issues programs. And I might pop up there to do a review with him coming up soon and maybe have him do a review for you coming back. I also have a uh, special recap coming up sometime this week that's a little bit of a surprise doing something with somebody from another channel. that will uh, th- That's pretty exciting to start to get back into talking some Star Trek. We're going to be talking about a Deep Space Nine episode. Uh, going to start a Star Trek series, so uh, look forward to that. Episode? We just watched it. In the pale moonlight. So, yes, good episode. So, uh, so everybody, thank you so much. Thank you. The chat is so awesome. Do Chronic, I agree. Chat is so cool. We share so much info. It's really so much fun to be able to hang out with you guys every week. If you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button. Check out issuesprogram.com. Subscribe to our podcast in the podcast feed below. If you're listening to us on iTunes or listening to us in any of those places, please give us some ratings and all that sort of shit. Tell us how much we suck. We don't even mind if you tell us we suck or we hate you hate us. You know, we'll take insults too. You can always email me comments, questions, polite things, insults. Do whatever. We love it. Your mother. Check out our sister's gaming site. Yes, Dirty Dirty Issues Gaming Gaming. on YouTube. Have a good night, everybody. We will talk you talk to you guys later. 
And we'll be back also on Wednesday to talk about the next Sopranos episode. So if you're looking to catch up, we'll be doing the Meadowlands Soprano episode. So on Wednesday around 4 or 5 p.m., depending on when me and Matt can get together. So thank you, everybody, and uh, have a good night.